Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of We Podcast and We Know Things, where we usually recap all of the month's nerdy news, but we're here to talk about two specific things tonight, and it's not just the two of us. We have a third member, but without further ado, let me introduce my co-host, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. You can skip me, jump right to the guest. We waited seven years for this. Yeah, we have a, a the crossover that nobody asked for, but everybody was waiting for. Uh, <laughs> seven years in the making. I've been on his show, War Room Philly, for, you know, well, we created the damn thing. I was going to say, a- it's, it's our show. <laughs> I, I've been a guest over the last few years since I left War Room Philly. Um, he, we've been friends, the three of us, for 25 years, maybe more. So it's uh, been a long time coming. Let's introduce our good friend. Anthony Pino, Anthony, thanks for joining. Yeah, Sam has said seven years in the making. I would argue this is like 27 years in the making because <laughs> I, I have known you two longer than I have not known you two. That's like right. by a long time, too. It's cripple. <laughs> well, it's, you so, literally used to live right around the corner. So dude, yeah. all, back, in those, back in those Parkwood days when we all just lived right there. Yeah, they were good yeah, days. And you know what? Now now that we've come full circle, we're all not too far away from each other again, too. Not to... and, and two of us are still in Parkwood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You came back. I'm, I came I'm back. Only a, I'm only a stone's throw. So. I had I had a Stockholm syndrome for for a Northeast Philly row home, apparently. I heard I heard that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love, dude, so, I love this area. So I mentioned at the top of the show. Uh, that you're from War Room Philly. Uh, I've done crossovers with you, or I've joined your show, but you've never come on ours. So for listeners to the you know the We Podcast, We Know Things family of shows, but not necessarily into War Room Philly, tell us a little bit about your show, War Room Philly. Uh, so War Room Philly, uh, Greg, you and I started it in what 2011, correct? Uh, like August of 2011, to be super specific. Uh, and this is uh, this is. This is really a, a town deli birth child, if you will. Uh, but this <laughs> oh, was job. this was uh, Greg and I used to just spend shifts in the deli talking, talking, talking about sports, and it inevitably growed itself into uh, a, a podcast and a community. Not really a podcast, more streams. We're more of a live stream. Like even out of habit, I keep my camera is not even on, but like just I'm here and I keep looking at my camera, even though it's, it doesn't matter. Uh, but it's like we're more of a community. We do, you know, we're on Twitch, twitch.tv slash War Room Philly and War Room Philly everywhere. It's the last time I'll, I'll, I'll like shamelessly plug our own stuff. But uh, it's it's a community that Greg and I built. And now Keith is here and we got Kevin Christian and Keith Maliszewski. And uh, it's just it's just the the, the 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 little fun corner of Philly sports. Yeah, that's that I was going to say, you didn't mention what the hell you talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, my bad. Yeah, I kept saying war with Philly, but yeah, we're. Uh, it, it's so. Uh, it's hard for me to say the word Philly sports right now. It's it's a tough time. Uh, Our hearts are still burning. It's you know for for Greg, it's three losses. For me, I'm not a soccer guy. It's two two losses in in the span of a hundred days. And now here I am. I'm still re- recouping, but yet getting excited. For the Phillies. You know what the uh, thing for me is, it's three losses in that same time frame because the Union and Phillies lost their championship on the same day. Same, same day, yeah, yeah. And again, I'm not, uh, I'm not a soccer fan. It's no disrespect to this, to the, to the sport. It's just not my thing. Uh, but yeah, you know, we got the Sixers on right now, and and it's it's a close one, but it's against the Heat. You know? So uh, the Sixers are they're the next one to, to break our hearts. 
And uh, with that, with that, we'll get, I mean, I would call it our high horse for Philly, but we literally have lost three consecutive championships <laughs> uh, in a row and the Flyers don't matter. And the Sixers will, won't get past the second round, but Hey, easy. the Phillies are back. So the Phillies won today. They're three and one in cact or cactus league, grapefruit league play. Trey Turner is a good baseball player. But with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're not here to talk sports as much as we'd like to just go on. I mean, we got a group chat. minute. All right. If we had Ryan Murphy on the show, we could just relive our group chat uh, and just talk out loud about sports. But we're here to talk about two specific things today. Um, this is a bonus episode for the Pokemon Presents because today is February 27th. It is Pokemon Day. It is 27 years ago today that Pokemon Red and Pokemon Green released in Japan. Uh, and uh, as exciting as that is, Every year for Pokemon Day, the Pokemon Company, bless their little hearts, gives us a little live stream. They decided to give us a Pokemon Presents today, 26 minutes, the first or second longest ever. So it's pretty wild, a lot of expectations. We'll talk about if those expectations were met in a moment. But after we're done talking about the Pokemon Presents, we're going to talk about the PlayStation State of Play that happened last Thursday as well. So we have all of that lined up. Um, those are the only things we're not going to do what you've been doing. We're done trivia. There's no CGC stuff. Sam did an awesome post on IG that I got to throw onto our story, um, celebrating Pokemon day with some of his cool cards. Sam, before we dive into this whole shindig, talk about some of the cards that you posted on your IG and, and some of the Pokemon cards that mean the most to you. Well, I just, I just, I think grab everything. I just grabbed some of the ones that I've acquired kind of recently. Like I've been on that, um, the shiny Charizards. I've been trying to get all the the shinies, the V Maxes, the secret rares, the alt arts. I'm trying to get everything in like at least a mint nine or better. So I kind of wanted to showcase some of those. I threw in my my Umbreon, my other Moonbreon, or the one alt art Moonbreon from um, Evolving Skies. Just a little bit of everything. I don't have too much of the older cards. You know, I, yeah, I do have a shiny Gyarados, shining Magikarp first edition, but I, I didn't want to post everything. I just kind of wanted to get a quick shot. If I had a, a sealed game or something, I would have probably threw a picture there, but maybe one day because now the prices are, are slowly starting to come down. But it's just crazy to me that Pokemon's been in our lives for 27 years. Like that's, yeah. me, that's crazy. So, like, what's special about this show, the three of us finally doing a crossover, and we picked this specific one um, because Pokemon has always kind of connected the three of us, and uh, Anthony and I still play it, but there were countless days where the three of us sat on anthony's step played pokemon traded the cards connected our link cables anthony you had the green version i um, oh Japanese. my god so i was gonna ask if you remembered that i had it i wrote it down when you mentioned i made a little note and i'm so glad you remembered didn't, didn't you have the green and yellow the yellow too he was yeah, the first yeah. he was the first person i knew that had yellow version i i was thinking about this recently and i'm like man where are those cartridges <laughs> i wanted where, to i plotted are they like 10 year old greg plotted to steal your green version so many times <laughs> you're just too close a friend i couldn't do it to you but so now I know I do have the uh, a blue cart and a yellow cart, but I did buy them. Uh, well, the the yellow one I've actually had for years. The blue one I bought in like 2019. Of a guy he didn't know what he had. He sold me blue version and Link's Awakening DX and something else for 20 bucks. It was unbelievable. Right. I was it like, was yes, literally well that you said that was 19. That was literally pre COVID, so it was before the blow up. So that makes sense. Yeah, so uh, this is this is a really cool 
thing that we have um i mean i used to be really big into drawing pokemon and i would use the cards as my illustration i would draw scyther and all this stuff right on your front step and we had just so many memories so before we kind of dive in to this presents uh anthony what kind of brings you here like what about pokemon do you love and and um tell us a little bit more about your like pokemon background before we dive into the episode so as a kid trading cards like specifically with you guys and all of our friends like that we're we're still friends with a lot of them today uh the 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 card aspect of it was was definitely the start uh the game boy the games like you just said i had the the uh, green and yellow um so the games um and then i went away from it from so long because i was too cool for school uh, and recently I would say 2021, I picked up let's go Pikachu or no, let's go Eevee and, uh, started from there. And I played through every one of the games except for Arceus. I haven't got did, to that one yet. Did you play uh, the Pokemon go Pino? Yes. When that, like when, when Pokemon go was, was like when that first came out. Uh, yeah, the like, love for Pokemon it brought it back I, to everyone. I lost, I like, I lost weight when Pokemon Go came back out. <laughs> like, I went out and I, I would go to like these the parks and Tyler State Park, and yeah, I, I did hikes just doing that. And yeah, we that was, did. that was, that was a, that was a fun little like. That's what we always wanted as kids. So you know, it was kind of broken and really glitchy when it came out. Hmm, reminds me of something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but it still was amazing, and we still had you know, a ton of fun with it. In fact, uh, we'll get into it. But you know, kind of have a reason to go back to Pokemon Go uh, with you know at least. A, I want to see if I had anything good in it. I haven't looked at my Pokemon Go account in probably for when was Pokemon Go a thing. 2016 i think it came out yeah so it's probably been like 2017 2018 since i've even looked at my account but i'm gonna see if i got anything good that i can transfer over god bless you i i did um i had like some random shinies and i transferred them over uh from go to home and that's about it and some some legendaries but that's it i don't i don't touch pokemon go unless helena's like hey daddy i want to play pokemon go and i'm like well you're shit out of luck because I don't have any Pokeballs left and I ain't buying more. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, I'm not playing it. I'm just, like I said, I'll probably go and check to see what's on there because I don't even remember, uh, like, what what I had with that. I don't know if I have any shinies. I think I got, like, a Raichu or a Pikachu with a hat, maybe. I got all the hat ones. I, I actually transferred those over to. I had a shiny Zapdos um, that I transferred over, a shiny, maybe a shiny Articuno. And then a shiny Magikarp, a shiny Gyarados, and a shiny something. I had quite a few shinies um, that I transferred over, and I'll never look at that game again. I don't care what they transfer in because like <laughs> nothing will get me back to playing that game. I don't. I just don't see it unless they give away a thousand Pokeballs or Great Balls or something to where I don't have to go and do work to get that stuff or pay money. That's probably where I'm at on that. Let's let's dive in. It's been 11 minutes into the pod and. Uh, we haven't talked about today's Pokemon Presents. I'll save my feelings for last. I want to go to Sam first. Um, 26 minutes. We all watched it pretty much in unison. Yeah. I mean, there was some other stuff that came up during it. It was pretty early in the morning. Uh, so we were texting slightly. So we kind of have each other's opinions. I was at the Franklin Institute uh, almost all day. So I didn't really get to catch up on our thread till a little bit later. Um but let's talk about it, Sam. What were your just overall opinions about the 27th anniversary Pokemon Presents today? 
I mean, I, to be honest, I guess I, I was, you know, I was like I said, I was reading Twitter. You're seeing reading people's expectations. What they were saying makes sense. I get it. Play Pokemon Red, Silver, whatever for the Switch. It makes sense to me. It's like, okay, you want to send people to Pokemon? That's it. That is the one that it should have happened. And they put, I guess I had it on a pedestal. And then the first 20 minutes I watched, I, I literally texted you guys like, Pino, skip the first 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> I know you don't give a shit about anything here. And I don't know, I, I felt a little bit let down, but you guys played the new game. So the updates, the new Pokemon, the new aspects, like for you guys, I mean, I'm more interested to hear what you guys are saying because I'm not playing it just, but the, I'm, I'm not, I don't play Pokemon competitive. I don't play the TCG. I'm definitely not doing Pokemon Cafe. I, I barely sleep. So, you know, I'm not doing Pokemon sleep. So just a little let down, a little let down. I'm going back through our text thread with the three of us. Uh, I think it was in this list Tuesday. I'm trying to find the message. I actually gave, um, like my high level thoughts on what it would be. Uh, oh my God. Oh, like, oh, your picture saying? No, 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 no. I, uh, I went and I gave like, Hey, here's what I expect. Uh, it was super quick, but I can't. Yeah, I can't find it anymore. I basically said expect like 17 minutes of bullshit and then three minutes of stuff we care about. And, you know, I'll, again, I'll save my thoughts for less, but I wasn't that far off. I'll go to Anthony. Wait, Anthony, what I, did you think? Wait, what? before I think I found it. Was this you? <coughs> nah, just I'm surprised Arceus never got a DLC. Uh, I was, yeah, that? that was that was okay. so that was my like. Uh, hot take. I thought we were going to get maybe a, an Arceus DLC. They uh, they forgot Pokemon Legends Arceus exists, <laughs> and they forgot BDSP exists. Those games are forgotten. It's so and weird because game. I, in particular, I I struggle with this because right now I'm I'm so into Scarlet, like for as flawed as it is. I just looked. I have 308 hours on it. Uh, 52 shinies. Uh, Damn. so, uh, it, it, yeah, it's, it's not good compared to Greg's comparison though. I oh, bet. Greg's an animal. So. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I actually have my switch on me. So I literally I tell you, I, I just pulled it up while you were Greg's talking. Probably I just, got I just 78. Nah, he's over that. I think we've I'm, talked about brother, it. Brother, brother, brother. I am. You're, you're triple digits. Yeah. I am on like, box. I'm on 62. I'm on box number six of shinies and there's 30. In each. So three times five is 150. So I have 154. I have 154 shinies in this game alone. And then I have another like 160 in Pokemon Legends Arceus. And then I have like 30 something in Pokemon Home. So I'm over 300 shinies. Some of them are dupes. But like I got some badass shinies. I'll tell you that much right now. My playtime isn't very much. Uh, It is... Profile. Yeah, I'm actually. I was a little embarrassed when I saw that I have 300 hours in this now. A lot of that is spent on the on just laying down. You know, like <laughs> no, no, lie, no lie. Completely relaxed. That's like the look. My favorite thing about like this games or Pokemon games in general is they take no energy. And yeah. some days after after you guys and after like that that grind, you got no energy, but you want to have like some fun to yourself. 219. So, 219. But I also have 201 in Legends Arceus. So actually, more than that. Actually, I have over 205. I might even have more than that now. Uh, yeah, Arceus might be a summer game since the DLC is long. You know, it's, it's far it, away. It, yeah, uh, Arceus might be. 
yeah. a, uh, a summer game for me. But two two twelve in Legends Arceus. So I have about five hundred hours combined in those two games in Violet and in Legends Arceus. I probably have more in Violet. I've been going back to Arceus lately because I just think it's a better game. So I haven't touched. This was the first time I played Violet today because of some of the announcements. First time I played it since maybe the first week of February. Uh, so it's been probably three weeks or so since I've since I've played Violet, and I I'm pretty much over it. Like I caught both the paradoxes, so I'm kind of back to the back to the grindstone. But what did you think overall, Pino, of uh, of the presents? Um, of the presents, uh, first of all, it felt like the big thing was Pokemon Sleep, oh, and uh, <laughs> I am a huge not fan of this. Yeah. Um, first of all. I don't I don't sleep much as it is. I would hate to see how much I wake up. Uh secondly, I don't know, man. I'm not I don't wear a tin foil by any hat by any means, but like I do not want to give a corporation my sleep schedule. It just it just <laughs> seems Pokemon. a little it just seems a little invasive. Uh, they they already have Pokemon Smile, which tracks your breath your teeth brushing, and I already feel weird enough about that. Like Pokemon knows my cavity count, and it's just super weird. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, so, I'm not super into that like, idea. Like, especially so. Yeah, it's, it's the, the Pokemon Sleep was not a fan of. I will say the trading card like bit. It was short, but it kind of looked cool. I didn't really get to pay attention too much to it, but just like the black trading cards, like on the, it just looked cool. Yeah. Uh, that being said, um, man, just not a lot of content here. Pokemon Go, we just talked about it. Like, I have no desire. I'm going to see if I have anything good. Outside of that, I have no desire to play it. Um, you you but, mean to tell me you don't want the Pokemon Go Plus Plus? You don't plus, want plus that minus. The, you don't want that device. The you don't Pokemon want to use plus, Bluetooth plus. low energy technology to link a smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want Pikachu to wake you up at six in the morning with a f- alarm that I, will inevitably scare the shit out of you. I have that already. His name is Denver. He jumps on me at six six or earlier every morning. Greg, you're 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 a cat dad too. I mean, oh. Sam, you you probably still get it with the doggos. So you know, I, I don't need I don't need any electric monsters. I already got the real one. <laughs> this God. was yeah. Th- this I, I kind of marked down what I liked, and it was a short list. And the trading card game classic, which we'll talk about, and then the DLC, which will which will inevitably spend the most time on. We'll dive yeah. in to that um, before we dive into you know announcement by announcement. My overall thoughts. I'll just read the tweet because I have the receipt. Um, As I pull it up now, here it goes. Uh, I've never been more disappointed in a Pokemon Presents. They tripped all over themselves. Huge swing and a miss, if I'm being honest. Sure, I'll play and I'll enjoy the DLC, but the rest was honestly bad. The hidden treasure of Area Zero DLC is growing on me since the presentation ended, but that has nothing to do with the presentation itself. It's all about the artwork and the info that's dropped since the discourse on socials, Pokemon's website. That Pokemon Presents was still objectively poor and you all know me like i'm not afraid to talk bad about nintendo or pokemon i mean nintendo there's been a nintendo game in my least favorite in our we pot awards every year probably since the pandemic began there's always that like why nintendo why do you do this and game freak and, and this that and the other scarlet and violet were notably my fourth favorite game of the year this year they did not crack my top three and they and it would stay that way um even today i think they're fun as hell but they they're just not my favorite games and so 
uh, I was looking for more. I was looking for Sam kind of alluded to it earlier. I was looking for maybe some of the older games on NSO. Now I have them, the cartridges, and I have uh, two Game Boy Advance SPs. I play them still to this day. So it's not that's not the reason I want them. I want them so I can do save states, so I can play them on my TV, so I can play them on an OLED screen with up-res graphics, so I can just enjoy them in a more modern setting than on an SP with a little bitty backlight that you know, dies in three or four hours. So I, I was just looking for a more modern experience for those. And also to take a Pokemon from red or blue and throw it into home and transfer it up nine gens, I think would be a neat thing. And so like that wasn't there. There was nothing from like a spinoff perspective. There was really no, you know, uh, no, no support for Arceus, no support for BDSP. I mean, fine. That game can die. I don't care. BDSP was bad. And so I just wanted more. Where was the fun spinoff that nobody, you know, saw coming? Where was Detective Pikachu too? Where's that? You know, they were supposed. But wait, to be- there's more, you- right? You know, uh, the DLC that the way they showed it, there was no in-game footage. We don't know what it looks like. We just have an idea based on some weird trailer, and then we got some. We got seven new Pokemon, and that's cool. I mean, they're cool little Pokemon. I enjoy them, but still, I have no idea what I'm about to spend thirty-five dollars on, which is five dollars right. more. Than the old DLC, so we're we're, we're getting out of the uniform. Yeah, that, right. that's and that's where getting. The price of it. But we're getting four more uniforms. They're all <laughs> uniforms. Yeah, <laughs> just better uniforms. That's true. It's just uh, like, I hate. I, that was a big complaint of mine. Was I, like I hate the the wearables. In this I heard game. that complaint and I felt it in my soul. <laughs> yeah, and it was, it was you rough. guys had to do this more, and I'm wondering, did the fact that we were all forced to wear Catholic school uniforms does that? Does that wear wear some like some PTSD anger. on your soul? We have anger issues. <laughs> like for me, I still search in game for how I can make it look as little as possible that I'm in that uniform. Yeah, uh, but, uh, I, I was the rebel in high school with my school uniform. I still wore a pink studded belt. Never got any heat for it. Like I, I was, I tried to make it as like I wore a hoodie over top of my sweater. Just you know, just trying to make it chill. Although. I wasn't like, I look back on it now. I wasn't uh, boy. Howdy. Um, <laughs> rough times when, uh, when I had the old skateboarding is not a crime school bag <laughs> that, that, uh, yeah, boy, howdy was I a different human being back then, but this presents was just overall really disappointing. I was just hoping for something like, what can I look forward to playing besides this DLC this year? There is literally nothing. And I think they spent way too much time on Pokemon Sleep. It got two trailers. It got the trailer, then the explanation trailer that I just don't care about. And the first 15 minutes were dedicated to World Championships, the Netflix collab, the TCG thing, which was admittedly cool. And then, you know, your Masters Unite Cafe remix, the stuff that I will never play no matter how much you talk about it and you know that's the thing people think i'm a pokemon nerd and love this all i i don't i played unite for a week i don't play cafe remix i don't play masters i, I hate all that stuff so <laughs> I, i'm not I, I love any game like mainline game or spinoff you know snap arceus stuff like that arceus is still my favorite pokemon game ever besides fire red and leaf green so like it's I just wanted some fun. And now to know that the DLC is in fall and winter, A, they're very far off, but B, 
they're right next to each other, and I hate that idea. What am I going to do from now till the fall? And Greg, is that thirty-five for both or thirty-five each? No, thirty-five for both. Thank okay. goodness. Um, per version, though, if you play Scarlet and play Violet, you'd have to buy one for Scarlet and one Got for it. Violet. Um, but luckily, you get them both. But the Sword and Shield DLC, the the Crown T- Tundra and Isle of Armor, were only thirty. So they're even jacking up the price of this DLC. Um, just like they're doing for Tears of the Kingdom, which luckily my pre-order was in for sixty, and I'm price locked. I don't have to pay seventy for a uh, for a game on subpar hardware. I, I don't want to dwell anymore. I have every single announcement from it. We're already twenty five minutes into the show. Uh, let's just dive in. They started with 2023 Pokemon Championships. They got the location. We know it's the first time ever in Japan, and we know that they're going to be in August. A lot of people were hyped on that. I watched the World Championships. Um, I watched the video game portion of them. I I don't care if I miss it, and it's not something I need to spend five minutes on. Was this anything that moved the needle for you guys, or it's just like, I know, Sam, you skimmed right on by it because you were watching the wrong presents, brother. I I definitely missed the first five minutes. I did wind up going back and watching. I I like the idea of having the Pokemon World Champions. I don't care about the Unite and Go, at least the trading card game. Like, yeah, we weren't huge players of it growing up i feel like we just we kind traded of but we didn't play yeah, it. yeah that's what i'm saying we just kind of had the cards the hollers or whatever but we were never players so it's like i like the idea maybe i'd watch if it was like, okay here's the final two the best pokemon players yeah. ever maybe i'd watch that that they can get intense i do like to watch the card game even though i don't remember the rules i played it for like two or three years there with sean carcini we had a nice little thing going but that was that was a long time ago that was a little over a decade ago uh, and then we got the trading card game classic. Speaking of the TCG, and this is where I'd, I'd want to stop and like kind of spend a few minutes of positivity because it was cool. They did this trailer, you know, two people they walk into a room all business like, and uh, they put down their briefcase. They open it up. It's very black, kind of a charcoal board with these stackable damage counters and these cool like black slate card sleeves. And then you look at the cards and you're like, wait a minute, I know that Venusaur. I know those energies. I know that fat Pikachu. I know Professor Oak and Charizard and Blastoise and Venusaur. It looks like this is going to be, we don't know anything about it really, but we know it's, what we do know is it's going to be from the looks of it, base set, you know, the, the cards we grew up with from Wizards of the Coast, although Wizards won't be a part of this. Um, there's three companies lending their way into it. I think Nendo and Creatures and Pokemon Company. And it looks like they're going to re-release base set, even though they did in 2020 or 21 for the like the 25th year one. Sam, you have the Charizard yep. um, graded. I believe you have it graded at a nine. Um, yep. And the meme. And so, Golden meme. There you go. And so they'll re-release that base set, which is cool because it's got like Alakazam, um, which I love. That was actually the rarest card of the bunch. Um, it's got the beautiful Blastoise Hollow, the Hitmonchan that we all know and love, the Machamp and, that everybody had. And if had. I'm not mistaken, Greg, um, they're going to start be making... Um, was it Cadaver and Alkazam cards again? Because that guy finally pulled back about the suit for all these years. That, well, they couldn't have any more Cadaver Alkazam cards. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think I I know that that'll be in like other sets. I I don't I didn't know if it was just I thought it was just Cadaver, but I guess it was Alkazam too. Um, but yeah, the guy who trademarked or coined the phrase Abracadabra Alkazam or whatever has finally dropped that. So we'll be able to get some cards there. Alakazam's Hollow from Base Set is is a beautiful, beautiful card. I hope that's included. But this to me, since it looks like it's all going to be included, the pack, the playing surface, the damage counters, the sleeves, all of it, this to me screams rare, hard to shit to get, 
and you're going to pay a premium, I would imagine like 150 or more. Like that's my, in my head, they have the audacity to do it. I would imagine they very well might. Um, this could be a very cool collector's item. And before I throw it to you guys, I just want to throw out a question. I wonder what this does to the value of base set cards and that 30th or 25th anniversary kind of reprint of the base set. Does it jack up those prices? Cause now people are like, Oh, these cards are badass. I want the originals or does it bring them down because you have even more of those style of cards kind of out in the wild. Nothing will beat the 1999 wizards of the coast run, but yeah. Um, what, what do you think it does to that? And is this something that caught your interest? I'll just say real quick now that we'll hear from Pino. Nothing will beat the anything first edition. That'll, that'll always be the money there. Um, I don't think it's going to hurt the 25th too much because I, I'm pretty sure they were printed enough. Like, I think they're always going to have, like, they're going to be worth a few a few bucks depending the condition. Again, if it's shit, obviously it's not going to be worth money. But if you got maybe PSA, CG 9s, and 10s, yeah, they'll, they'll probably be worth a few bucks. Pino, from a collector's standpoint, if I told you this was somewhere between 150 and $200 and this was a cool collector's item, you get the board, the damage counters, the cards, all of it. Is this something that you would dive into? And if so, is it something you'd open and want to play? Or is it something you'd keep kind of in the packaging on the shelf? Uh, that is, I'm, when I collect things, I'm like a Funko collector. I usually collect to open something like that. I am probably not going to open up. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it, it looks pretty good. Like I said, that was, that caught my eye early on in the, in the, uh, in the, uh, the, pre- the presentation um and like you like you even say it was just like it was so dark and all black and just cool looking um so yeah i i like i don't know that i'm if I, if this is like something that like i'm gonna get but i'm interested in it and like i i without giving too much away i work in retail and like every time i hold a pack of pokemon cards I just get this little like feeling. I'm like, oh, I just want to open them. <laughs> I don't collect them anymore. Like I, but I just like, oh, I want to know what's it, like. Is the Moonbrion in here? Like we got some of the what's, the evolving skies. I think yep. that's got the yep. Moonbrion. I'm like, is it in here? Is it, uh, you know, like Pino, that if you pull that card just raw, that goes for 500 plus, just the, raw. Yeah, uh, we we've pulled a few uh, from from packs uh, uh, at the. Uh, just like kind of go and throw them here and there too. Cause every now and then uh, the owner likes to get high on his own supply, if you will. Well, and, and, that set, and that set also has a lot of alternate arts that are worth money. So you can literally make your money back on one or two cards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's got five. He's got, oh, um, so get him, send off. I would send two or three to get graded. Sell, I think he's, do- I think he's doing that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's um, I, again, I I kind of sold my cards a couple years ago, and I'm like, I hope something like this doesn't raise the price selfishly because they're like, oh, <laughs> I just I don't want to see them go up. Um, but but yeah, uh, you know, this is when it comes to the the trading cards, it's, it's pure nostalgia for me. Even like Sam, I looked at your your Instagram posts like at the top of the show, and like even the newer ones, like it's it's like it's a different, it's like a nostalgia, even though I've never seen them. It's uh. I mean, dude, it, and and that's that's a word I typically frown upon, but when when it comes to Pokemon, I I embrace it. I mean, you you got to give it to Pokemon with what they've been doing with their alternate arts. I mean, the <clears> art <throat> is absolutely beautiful. People, are, I mean, from every different set, whether it's the Machamp, whether people are going for the Gengar, it just doesn't matter who it is, whether it's uh, Arceus, 
It, it could be even the, the, the Beedrill had an old art. And don't, no matter what it is, people want the cards. And it's just, it just good to see. It's it's a difference. because I Listen, I love the new art. I'm more of a nostalgic person because I'm not a card collector. I don't have a Pokemon card outside of the few that I've gotten from like you or Jim or you know somebody will give me a card here or there. Tyler sent me one after Sam doxed me. Um, and so like I have all of these, you know, one-off deals, but I'm not, I don't buy packs, but it's always, it's always great to me when I go to target with my family and I have those sweet ass, like, you know, squirtle pumas and everything. And I wear the chain on the outside with a little squirtle head and all that stuff. And like, I'm proud to be a Pokemon fan. I'll wear the, I'll wear whatever I'm, I plan on getting a Pokeball tatted on my ankle across from the Harry Callis one. And so like, I'm cool with it, but like it's so funny to watch these bro dudes with the with their shopping carts and their wives. Like, oh, honey, I'll be back over here, and I see them kind of sneak over to the card section, and they're always looking at the Pokemon cards. I'm like, you're ashamed that you want these cards, and you probably don't want them for the right reason. You probably want them because you want to make a quick buck. But like, to me, that base set nostalgia. I would love to go back, and I w- I'm talking like the forty cent Vulpix card or like stuff. Like, that's what I want. I don't need a first edition PSA ten Charizard worth two point three million. I don't need that. So, I, I could use one. So <laughs> I, I mean, we, we all could use that one. But Greg, you would just go buy a pack of evolutions. That's I don't want that though. I want I want a base set. I'm talking Wizards of the Coast base set. The I ones I had as a kid. I still remember the first card I ever got was the Charmeleon card from base set, seventy five cents off Derek Warren in the uh, recess lot in Saint Anselm's back when I in fifth grade. Like I will never forget the day I got my first Pokemon card, and like I fell in love with base set. Fossil's cool. Like I take Fossil, but I really loved base set and i want those just like even just like a fat pikachu or you know the abra card where he's chilling at the bottom the base of a tree i don't need i would love a blastoise and uh, a hitmonchan and an alakazam they're the really only three hollows that i'd want but they're way too expensive but like even a base set pack goes for like a thousand bucks and i'm just not ever ever gonna do that that makes Ever. two of us, my friend. <laughs> uh, there's so I have nostalgia for the cards, but I'm just never going to collect them. And even if I do, where am I going to put them? You know what I mean? I just got this sick ass Pokemon art uh, hanging. I just I just hung them all. I got a bunch of canvases. Did made you post this. it? Did you post that? I did post it. It got a lot of traction on Facebook cool. and IG. Really cool. Um, yeah, shout out to a Norwegian pixel artist, um, Cinderman, for making that for my family and I. And so if you want to see what I'm talking about, I had a, a pixel artist in Norway uh, create me and my family um, from our Christmas photos. And then I had Snorlax, which is my oldest daughter's favorite, Charmander, her other favorite, Eevee, which is my wife's favorite, and then my three favorites, Alakazam, Starmie, and Scyther. And I got us a team of six and we're all trainers and stuff. So like, I got that blown up on two canvases that are hung up in my daughter's room and my basement. And then I got it on a mug. And I got us a 25 piece puzzle that we put together and kind of want to frame that and stuff like that. So if you want to see that art and actually one of the canvases and the mug, if you go to our IG, it's one of our last 10 or so posts, um, you'll see what I'm talking about. And so just shout out to him for that. But like, that's kind of like my nostalgia. I don't, maybe I would do a thing where I put all the cards together and then kind of mat them and frame them. I might do that if I ever get my hands on a base set, but Whatever. There's nothing that like, you know, having this high of, oh, cool. This is a really neat thing to just bring it down and just like throw the brakes on this train as fast as you can, because they decided to spend five minutes 
talking about Pokemon Concierge, which is a Netflix collaboration. Stop motion animation. Very cool. I enjoy that. They showed us roughly six seconds of footage after talking about it for five minutes. And all it was was a Psyduck on a beach from the top down. And so like this flat out annoyed me. We know there's rumors of a Pokemon live action series at Netflix that wasn't spoken about. We know Ash is done in the anime uh, and we know we're getting a new anime in April. That was not talked about, um, which to some streamers delights and some copyright and stuff. They were happy. But like this was what they chose. This completely bummed me out as much as I might give it a shot. This was kind of like, wow, this is a horrible way to come down off of a pretty cool announcement like the trading card game. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I don't think I'm def- I'm, I'm going to stay away from the trading card game, even if it was 50, 100 bucks, don't matter. I, I wouldn't buy it. It's not for me. I, I don't play the games. That That's just me there. What about the Netflix thing? The, I'm the, it's too early. I, I mean, I, I, I stopped. I don't even know the last episode I saw what Ash was. Like, I'm so far back. Like, I think I'd, I still, I want to see. The Orange Islands? Like- yeah exactly. you know what i mean like i'm like three thousand episodes back like i still i want to see <laughs> at least like the last like 10 episodes i want to see ash win the like win it all I that'll come soon that. to america in, in english yeah that'll if come. I, let me see that first then let me like wait another five years then i can jump it um anthony any uh any interest in this netflix pokemon concierge stop motion animation project yes um, <laughs> the, the problem floor, is the floor have, is yours. The problem is I have no idea what it is, but like <laughs> I love, like I just, I just had because I didn't even notice this happen live. I'm not gonna lie, like it just, it's such a short segment that, but I did, I did just, I'm like replaying it right now and looking at Psyduck in stop motion, and like I'm a Tim Burton fan. Uh, I love this kind of style. Like I kind of went to film school. Community college said, or whatever. Kind of. Like, kind of. <laughs> I, went to, I went to school. I went to school for film. That's how. It, that's what it meant to say. Uh, so, like, I, I'm a nerd for this. If this is any sort of like good content, I would love it. However, within the Pokemon Presents, we have no idea what it is. Right. Uh, that's what the problem is. It's like you it, grinded this to a halt because you had somebody else from Netflix talking about it. And you, you, she spoke about it for about 10 times longer than we saw it. And so like, that's strike number two. And then strike number three, like I love stop motion. It's fantastic. I love the old Christmas specials, Rudolph, Santa Claus is coming to town. All yeah, that shit. Yeah, My I wife mean, knows I love it so much. She bought me Santa Claus is coming to town in Spanish because uh, on DVD, because she knows I just love the stop motion. And so that's great. But like, what is it? What do we know? It's Pokemon come to a resort. Cool, dude. Are they going to be 30 minutes? Are they going to be, uh, you know, 20 minutes? Are they going to be five minute shorts? We we have no idea what yeah, this give me is. S- something. Yeah. And so like, I'm sure we'll find out about it on a Tadum on Netflix day or whatever that is, but, or, you know, whatever. But I, I was more interested in, let's say that rumored Pokemon live action. What could that look like? You know, give us a tease of, you know, if, are they going to do Ash? Or are they going to do this, that, or the other? And so that's kind of where I'm at. And then like, they followed that up. They had a chance to like bring us back and they just drove the like the stake even further into the ground. They talked about Zashin being available in Pokemon Unite. They talked about Sprigatito, Fuecoco, and Quaxley being available in Pokemon Cafe Remix. They talked about Masters EX getting special bonuses for their three and a half year celebration. Who celebrates half birthdays? If you're one of those sickos out there that celebrates your kid's half birthday, get out of Dodge. The only... Yeah. 
The only time I could see it's acceptable is if your kid's birthday is during the summer and they don't get to like celebrate it in school. So like you do it during the winter when they're, that's the only time I see it acceptable. That's just for your kid's benefit. So they can get munchkins. I, I don't want to hear about half birthday. So like they have this BS celebration. Neo champions are available for a few weeks. Who cares? Then they went on this tangent about Pokemon sleep and it put me to sleep. I, this was, if you remember back way back when in 2018, this was announced at the same time Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu were announced. So like that was five years ago almost in May. I believe they were announced in May. And so for four or five years, this this app or this game or this adventure has just been like dormant. I'm saying like a lot tonight. Uh, and And I wish it stayed dormant. I wish it stayed asleep because they spent too much time on it. And it's just something that I could not care less about i download all the apps just to show my support and and, you know but i probably shouldn't do that um because i don't ever open them or play them but uh man this is this one's rough for me they spent so they spent more time on pokemon sleep than they did on the dlc for their game that has sold 20 million copies in its first six weeks that's insane to me how much time they dedicated to an application that i think will die a slow death and will not be the hit like go and other things have been. I mean, that right there tells you how good and or bad this direct really was. That's it. Yeah. This was the heart of it for real. And it, it was a stinker. Uh, Pino, you, you kind of talked about Pokemon sleep earlier. Um, now that we're kind of on that topic, you know, go a little deeper here. What, what about sleep turns you off? Uh, I'm just in a, in a, in a day and age where people seem to, be hesitant to give their information over to uh, corporations. You're literally giving them your sleep schedule. Yeah. You're buying uh, chicken sleep habits and all it, that. It, it's just, it, it, it's just big brother to me. I don't know. Call me a conspiracy theorist if you will. But I, like I said, I'm far from it when it comes to that, but ah, man. And again, maybe it's just cause I live a fucked up sleep life and I, <laughs> you know, like it, it happens, but uh you know, I don't want me. I don't want to see that I'm up at three in the morning, four in the morning, five in the morning. <laughs> you you don't. You're telling me you don't want Pokemon to track what times you wake up, so they can send you marketing material right around that same time, so you get it when you wake up and are more apt to opening it. You're Heavens. telling me that's not what you want. And you, the Betsy, no. And you also <laughs> don't want to join Professor Neroli, who studies Pokemon sleep schedules, and you can figure out how Snorlax actually sleeps. How did that guy get a job? <laughs> me and me, it's oh me and Professor God. Oak, and that's it. Yo, not every Pokemon thing needs a professor. Like, if you're the one that got stuck with the sleep patterns, you probably flunked out of professor school. Like, he, it's he it's a rough life. College. It's a rough. <laughs> he was in your film class. Like, it's a rough. <laughs> it's it's a rough life if you're the professor sleep guy. Like, I already felt bad enough that they have a professor for Pokemon Snap. Two of them, uh, actually, one of them was Oak. So I kind of take that back. Wonderful, but uh, oh, not not everybody uh, needed uh, a, a professor. So to have what was it, Neroli, Sam? Yeah, which I'm sure is sleep in Japanese or what Spanish or whatever the hell it is. I'm sure it's like a something like that. But they always do that type of deal. But like, man. I do not want, and they said it too. They're like your adventure begins. I was like, your adventure, your adventure. The hardest pass in this direct. No, 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 Sadly, are uh, adventures. So I, I feel that. Sam, I'd rather I'm, play Pokemon Go than Pokemon. I, I'm going to have to push back on you. Pokemon Masters EX uh, is is the biggest horseshit 
thing you could ever imagine. Cafe could be bullshit as well. Cafe so. was fun for a minute. Like cafe, it's a little puzzle game. You, it's a touch game where you have to like not match three necessarily, but you got to work with your finger to swirl all this shit and make food. It can be charming for 10 minutes. Masters makes me want to rip my face off and just walk around with the dude, like with just eyeballs and skin. Like I, I have no interest. You'd hate it. I, I the promise. Guy from real monsters. Uh, Crumbus? No, Crumb? Yeah, Crumb. I got Crumb. armpit hair sticking out, and I'd hold my eyeballs that's, in my hands. That's where my brain went to. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, so, yeah, that that was just like this horrible middle where they're talking about all these apps, and then they're like, oh, by the way, we do have this thing that sold 20 million copies in six weeks. It's only 5 million behind Sword and Shield and 12 million behind Red and Blue, and it's only been out since November. And we're going to give it two minutes, just two minutes. And it's like, what were you? And those two minutes weren't great. So let's kind of dive in to that. They, they interwove here with the Pokemon plus plus they interwove that and Pokemon go and Pokemon home, which still doesn't have a date. We don't have Pokemon home connectivity for Scarlet and Violet. It's coming early 2023 guys. It is early 2023. <laughs> so, so how do we not have a date yet? This is insane. And so my hope is that they know the date. They're just waiting for another time. And when they drop that date, they might give us a morsel of something else. I don't know. And boy, am I probably giving them way too much credit and benefit of the doubt. Um, this is the Pokemon company we're talking about. But I really want to spend the most time here talking about the uh the scarlet and violet content and with that it's it comes kind of in two actually three pieces the first part of the content was scarlet and violet gets new paradox pokemon walking wake and iron leaves walking wake being the scarlet past paradox version of suicune and iron leaves being the future violet paradox of verizian from gen 5 um but they weren't in the dlc they're just kind of available now in Pokemon raids, terror raids. And here's the thing. They're not seven star. They're not six star. They're five star. So they're only level 75. Um, they're just available now and you can just go download the little update and get them. And it's like, that was, a, I got them both already. It's kind of like, yeah, all right, I'm done. I actually, <laughs> I actually got walking wake with a dreadnought. Uh, I I clicked the wrong Pokemon. I wasn't paying attention, and I somehow beat it with a dread. Now I was online, so I had uh, what's it? Iron Hands is like the one that's like pretty. Meta. I use I used an Iron Hands. Yeah, you, I I, you can like beat anyone with him. So he was on my team. So I kind of just got lucky by like surviving. But, uh, <laughs> but like I beat both of them first try. I had a level 100 Iron Hands with Belly Drum and a Shell Bell and uh, like super boosted attack. And so I just went on and it was shiny. It's my shiny Iron Hands. And yeah, so it makes, it, makes it 10 times so, better. So you guys oh, when I get the glow and nobody else gets the glow. Did you get both of them, Pinna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got I know, we talked, I know we talked about doing it after the show, but I, I just... We don't have to. I, ho- I, hopped, <laughs> in on, I hopped in on someone else. Like the, so one of the things that I love just in particular with these games is that you can do raids for the other game. So yes. even when I was hunting, like collecting the decks, I didn't have to do a lot of the, like, the trade codes that uh, were super easy to utilize, too. Yeah, I did um, a, a lot of them. I, I did a, I when the, especially when the game came out I was doing a ton of terror raids I I found it fun I still I still do but like I grew tired of it 
Um, and then now I'm kind of getting back on it cause I need more, uh, rare candies urban, and XPs and, and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then that too. Yeah. That, that's always, that, so you that's guys like the main both reason. in the, in the, in an hour and first try both. both of them. Yeah. I see. I have to admit, uh, I didn't get walking wake this, the first time I got them. The you probably time. did it by yourself though. Right? No, I, I walking wake. I had to do online because it's Scarlet. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't do it. Verizion. I soloed with what did I use? Uh, King Gambit. A shiny King Gambit, uh, Kowtow Cleave didn't actually work too well on it, but luckily enough, I had pretty good partners um, and took it down. Um, it's Grass Psychic, and so I used a Dark Steel. I did. Uh, uh, I did Fluttermane against uh, Iron Leaves. Oh man, I have a Fluttermane. You gave me a shiny Fluttermane. Yeah, that's I, I used my shiny. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. so I used that. Did mostly Ghost Attacks and. Let let the other people take care of the rest. I was I should have used my Skeledurge Ghost Fire. I mean, like I phew, I have a level one. Go, go back in and try it out. You know, you know yeah, I can't least... catch them anymore. But you yeah, know, that's, I, so that was the other thing. I didn't realize that it was you could only get one because I was like, oh, I'll, what I was yeah. gonna do was grab two uh, Walking Wakes, and I was like, I'll just trade you. Yeah, uh, and then it's I like went the, in. I went in, and it was yeah, like the the seven stars where it like tells it's like you the beforehand, mark. which yeah. is at least thankfully like it told me that before I went in. Uh, so I like backed out real quick, but I like that. I like the whole, you can only catch one thing. It does make it a little special. It, it, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. yeah it's fine. Um, I didn't, tr- I didn't even try the poke or the Pikachu raid. I was expecting today. Again, another thing they missed on. I was expecting another cool starter or whatever, or like a Mewtwo for sword and shield for the, for their oh, Pokemon day announcement. They did a Mewtwo Gigantamax. Was it Gigantamax or just Dynamax? I think just Dynamax. They didn't, I don't think oh, they had a Dynamax Mewtwo. But like it, they did that, and I got a Mewtwo from it because I just went on, and I was expecting something cool like that. It would have changed did, everything. But they did, right. But they did the Pikachu leading up to today, and then they did nothing but these two dudes, and they're both five stars, so they were kind of easy. Again, I, I got Walking Wake the second time. I have to admit... I just didn't have the right moves on my iron hands. I just kind of got excited that I finally got into one because I failed so many because that that. was true. Now it took me longer to get into one than it did. And and I remembered why I stopped doing the like online terror raid things. Another Uh, thing they didn't touch today was the patch, the 1.2.0 patch, which improved terror raid battles. So if you want to talk about like getting back into them, now's a great time because they're fixed. I had a great experience in the three that I did today. You know, no lagging, no random HP gets taken back to the to the host or to the you know enemy Pokemon or whatever. Yeah, so I had a good experience. That's a good point. I didn't get any of that. Again, I didn't do many. Yeah, um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't notice any of that. Uh, We were kind of talking about this before. Like, uh, I didn't get to play too much of the game since the patch. But if if anything, if we just get a game that runs at thirty FPS here in twenty twenty three. I would just be splendid because if we get a game that can run at a stable frame rate and doesn't give you a headache when you're shiny hunting, it, 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 there is a great game in those bones. I agree. And and we'll talk about the patch in a minute. I have yeah. some impressions too. I, I know that though, I got to turn the mic over to my guy, Sam, because we haven't talked about like the look of walking wake or the look of iron leaves oh, and, yeah. and kind of like the naming convention. Cause when I sent the photo of like, Hey, I got iron leaves. Sam's first words were, it's named Iron Leaves. And so I said, it'll make more sense if you play the game. So I want to throw it to my guy, Sam. I know that you're not necessarily a fan of Walking Wake because 
Uh, it's a beastly looking Suicune, and you obviously have some nostalgia for gold and silver and crystal. Suicune being the uh, the le- the box legendary for crystal. What did you think of just the looks um, and ev- and maybe even the naming conventions for Walking Wake and Iron Leaves? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't a fan of either name, Walking Wake or Iron Leaves. Uh, they both missed for me. Um, I didn't play Gen Five, so Iron Leaves. I I thought it looked like RC is like step cousin or something like that. So I, that's what my resemblance from that Pokemon was. And Suicune was like they just turned him into a Raptor with two tails. Loved it. Loved it. God, it's so much better. It's so, so I, much better. I love the look of, of of Walking Wake and Iron Leaves in game. Looks, looks really cool. Yeah, in game, the way he, the way the metallic kind of shines. I'm staring at the image on YouTube right now, and it doesn't work for me. Yeah, in game YouTube compression. Sharp. It does. Yeah, it does. Do you see how big Walking Wake is when you throw it out of its Pokeball? Yeah, yeah. It's like three times the size of any Pokemon, and like four he's times the size than, of a trainer. He's even bigger than. Uh, Karida, like your, yeah, your, your. So they uh, turned him into like a T Rex because he does have kind of like baby arms. <laughs> yeah, it, I love him. So like, I know you're a Suicune fan, and like, I'm not even pro- Suicune's my least favorite out of the three. Though I will oh, say, Raikou sucks. Raikou I will, sucks. Raikou, I'd say it's a saber tooth. Watch your mouth. He sucks. Oh, but I will say that Crown Zenith. There are three. Uh, they just made um a card for each legendary dog, and I ain't gonna lie, Suicune's is probably one of the the coolest hollows out of the two dogs. Like I know you would like Entei's because Entei is the is Entei's cool. my guy. volcano. Yeah. It's a great hollow. But I don't know. If for me, again, I don't know. I'm on the outside looking. You guys are the ones playing. If you guys are saying he looks better let, in the game, I'm gonna take your word for it. Let me explain to you really quickly the naming convention though. Like because I get it. Iron leaves or walking wake, you're like, what the hell? Why would these things be named random like verbs? And so like or adjectives. And so like I, I again I'm saying like way too much tonight. But if you want to get a you know elevator pitch as to why that is in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, these paradox Pokemon, the past versions and these future versions. You know, I sent you the picture of the robotic Tyranitar, yeah, and stuff like that. That's not named Tyranitar; it's named Iron Thorns, and because that's every one of these paradox Pokemon has a different name because they're from the past or because they're from the future. It's before like standardized names were a thing, so they gave them a name based on their attribute. I'm and kind so, of surprised you like them because I know you're not like a huge time travel kind of guy. So like hate them, hate the, hate the time travel thing, but the design of all the past ones are great. The future ones are just kind of whatever the past ones are great. But so like uh jigglypuff, the way it looks in the old days, it's got this big, massive tail and you know how it sings. Well, back then it screamed. So they call it scream tail and uh, past magneton is Sandy shocks and uh, past, uh, Don fan is great tusk. Cause it got these massive, beautiful tusks, great Pokemon, wonderful, shiny. Um, thank you, Anthony Pino for sending me the shiny great tusk. It's in my party as we speak. That was, a, like, that was a fun hunt. Th- I got, that's what I, the, good. I got, uh, I got two on that hunt and I was, I was going for two. Uh, cause like I literally went on it per your request and <laughs> I, I found a, I found a pretty good video, uh, of like where to, where to get one. And it worked. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, also, the- re- real quick, uh, I uh, if I were back in those days, I would have named it Stoned Puff, not uh, Screamtail. Uh, <laughs> I guess I I, w- I wouldn't have known Jigglypuff, so never mind. But no, that's what mine is nicknamed because it just looks like he's got like the like it's Red like the, it's like the stoner. Yeah, he's got those long hair. And he's just like yeah, what's up, man. 
<laughs> and like all the all the future ones, Sam, they're named Iron something because they're all very metallic. So like Iron Hands, because Hiriyama has giant hands. So call them Iron Hands, yeah. Iron Thorns for Tyranitar because he's got like the Godzilla looking deal with the spikes on the back. So they did those. I don't love the names. I love yeah. the creativity behind some of the designs, particularly the past ones. Walking Wake shits the bed all over Iron Leaves for me, but Iron Leaves, I think, in-game looks great, and his neck uh, leaves that stick out actually get longer, turn into swords, and you can kind of fight with that. And, and so, like, it's got cool... I was going to say, I thought there were wings or something as I was looking yeah. at them. They, they come out, and they become swords. So it's got a cool, like, premise... Um, they both look very cool in game. Walking wake is a giant. I love it. I want it to follow me around now. Um, but I got both of them. Anthony, you got both of them. Cool. It's kind of over now until the freaking DLC. <laughs> um, now I'm just waiting for the next mightiest Mark seven star raid. And if I like it, I want chestnut, please give me the gen six starters. I want them so bad. Uh, but that was really it. Um, until the DLC announcement, which was like, hey, we got one last thing and we're over time already and we only got two minutes left. But here you go. Uh, the Scarlet and Violet two part paid DLC expansion, $35. We already talked about that. The hidden treasure of Area Zero. It'll come in two parts. Like I said, the first part is going to be called the Teal Mask. And the second part will be called the Indigo Disc, which it looks so much better. That's such a cool legendary. I forget what the names of them are, uh, but the teal mask, um, this first part step out of the Paldea region. As you take a school trip to the land of Kitakame, uh, there you'll meet new people, new Pokemon while unraveling the mysteries behind the area's folk tale. This will be re uh, released in fall 2023. Dude, you're on a class trip to a brand new region and it's got these three Pokemon in there. Okie dogie, um, okie dogie, monkey dory, and pheasant dippity. And I'm like, oh my god, I love those naming conventions. Okie dogie for okie dokie, uh, monkey dory for hunky dory, and pheasant dippity for serendipity. All kind of meaning, you know, like happy, gla like gleeful, okie dokie, hunk I'm hunky dory, and like these good vibes around this region. And I love the names of these three new ones. I think it's like ogre something for the the legend ogre mask or something for the legendary of the, of the, this region. But I love the idea of them using your school, this Academy, this treasure hunt from the main game and expanding on that for the DLC, because you're going to go on a class trip to this brand new land. And in the second DLC, the Indigo mask, the story continues as you become a foreign exchange student to visit blueberry Academy, dumb name, but it goes with oranges and grapes from the, uh, from the main game, most of this unusual school is located under the ocean and its curriculum emphasizes Pokemon battling. So I'm sure that's where you'll get your legendaries or the battle tower or the things that could come from there. That'll come in winter 2023. That also has a new legendary. Uh, it's like a Galapagos turtle that has all 18 types on it and a big Terra stone right in the middle. We saw it in the Scarlet and Violet books, but that's kind of where we're at in terms of what these DLCs are. A lot more information came out about them afterwards. And I think that's where the cool stuff is. Like, not they didn't say during the presentation 230 new Pokemon in these DLCs, but now we know there will be, including uh Shift Tree, including Vikavolt, Ninetales, so Vulpix, Seal and Dugong are coming back, Zebstrika, Metagross, Alcremie. So we're gonna get a bunch of new Pokemon coming here. Uh we get 
four new school uniforms and also a Hisuian Zoroark from Pokemon Legends Arceus. If you get it before October 31st, I want to say, you just get all this other shit for free. Before I go into my thoughts on the DLCs as a whole, I'll throw it to Anthony first. Anthony, what did you think of the DLCs? Anything that's come out since then? Is this something you're interested in picking up for 35 bones? Uh, well, it's Pokemon and they got me. So, yes. Yeah, um, I know. I know. But, uh, as far as like the content goes, they, they again, the presentation, they didn't show enough. Right. But I, I am excited for all of the things that I've learned since then. Um, right. 230 more Pokemon. Well, that's 230 more Pokemon that I got to go find and catch. And 230 uh, more opportunities to shiny hunt. Exactly. So it's, uh, you know, uh, I love that. I would have maybe liked like a summer and a winter. Uh, I would have... Well, that would have been great. That's what it they did for Sword and Shield. It was summer and fall. Um, but this, we're waiting. Either A, it ain't done, or B, there's a reason, which we'll talk about for this 4chan leak I keep hinting at in a minute. We'll see, though. What so, else? And, and and to the notion that if, if it's not done, well, we saw what may or may not have happened. If they rushed something, by all means, take your time. Because the DLC cannot be a piece of crap when it comes out. Like, yeah. it has to be a finished product. Uh, this game hopefully now is a finished product. Again, I'll I'll really get in there and and dig into like uh, what's it like Tagathy Tagathy Tree or whatever uh, like that area, and then like some of the bases like near there where like the like the little like Chansey Run is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like oh, I'll, the, I'll get the in very northern base. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I forget some of the names without looking at the map, but like that North, area, North Tower, North Tower Area <laughs> Three. Yeah, that area gets like really <laughs> laggy. Anywhere in in the water gets like super laggy. Uh, so now that now that we talk about it, I, I kind of immediately got home, didn't have a lot of time, and I was like, let me go get these raids done and maybe pick apart uh, an outbreak. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, uh, I'm happy. Then- I'm happy to report that this new patch 1.2.0 does improve performance by leaps and bounds. It's still obviously not perfect. Um, but they never talked about it in the presents. They never did anything to acknowledge it. It's like they were afraid to talk about it, right? Yeah, that that could be a cultural thing. You know, there's a whole stuff load of reasons. And but like, I'm here to tell you, the patch makes the game play very well. In handheld, it always kind of did. It didn't play terribly because it downscales to 720, and it's not like crazy. Um, there's still tons of lag in some areas, but then you put it on your TV and it's damn near unplayable. And I'm happy to report that before we recorded, I played on my TV. I went right to Casa Royal Lake and right to the tag tree thicket where I get tons of lag with like Grafii and and all that. And I, I bear, I didn't get any on the lake, which was unplayable for me. And I got a little hiccup in the tag tree thicket, but nothing like I used to. And so Happy, happy, happy to report that this patch improved performance very well. It's still not perfect, but if you haven't played it yet because you heard all these horror stories around its performance, there is legitimately no better time because now you have these new paradoxes, you have DLC announced and something to look forward to. It's very easy to shiny hunt and get into that. Uh, and the game is running the best it has, both handheld and on screen. So it's a great time to up that 20 million to damn near 30, which I'm sure it will. Uh, this game's going to sell and has sold like hotcakes and sausage from Mickey D's. Um, 
uh, overall, I mean, like you said, it's got us. I'm, of course, we're stupid and we're going to pay it. Um, but what? Which ones of the have you like looked enough into the DLCs to make your determination which one you're looking forward to more? Uh, n- uh, uh so I guess uh, wait, which? Uh, let me see here. The, the teal uh, mask is where you go on a school trip to the island of Kitakame, where you have these new Pokemon named Okidogi and uh, Monkey Dory and Pheasantipity. Here's my theory. My theory is those are the actual final evolutions of the starters of that region. Yeah. That's my uh, guess. And they're all kind of this, it's this happy culty thing going on. That's, that's what I think very well could be wrong um, because I don't know if they evolve or not, but you know, and they all have this kind of like purple looking circle thing on there. I don't know what that's all about. I'm sure we'll, we'll figure it out, but I'm kind of interested in that more than I'm interested in the battling thing. I don't love battling like I used to. So uh, yeah, I kind of, I like, so I'll like the battling thing like once. Uh, you know, right. and, I'll and play I'll, through it, and then it's done. And then I'll and I'll I love it like the first time through, but then it it, it doesn't have uh, it doesn't have a ton of replay value. Like even I guess like at any point you can go and play that tournament too, right at the the academy. Yeah, and I, I I'm always like, oh, I'm gonna put my shiny line up and go do it again. And here I am, 300 hours in, and I've haven't done it since I had to. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it's like the battling is fun once. Uh, and then it, it's really just about exploring and hunting for me. Yeah. Uh, the, the crown tundra did this thing where it overloaded on story, but it gave us like a ton of new legendaries, yeah, Calyrex, yeah. The, the horse, the new Reggie's. And then it gave us max raid dens where you could get a one in 100 chance to get a shiny. And at the end, including on your, uh, your legendary, you had a chance to go get all the legendaries from the past. So like it had tons of replay value, especially if you haven't already collected all the legendaries from past games. So like it had that aspect to it, but the Isle of Armor, I actually enjoyed more from like an area. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that it's the same vibe where you get a ton of story from the first one. The second one's got the better legendary, but it's got the big battle focus. I'm sure we'll get legendaries. Please give us mythicals. I need a Hoopa very, very badly. Um, Sam, have you seen any of these new Pokemon? The Okidogi, Monkey Dory, and... and- Pheasantipity, I I had not. They didn't because they didn't show it on the thing, right? They did. They did. They showed it um, when they first announced the the thing. They were at the top. I'm sending you. Just check your texts on just the me and you thread. I'm sending you the pictures right now. You should have them. So while you're waiting for them, while you send that, I could basically just tag on what Pino said. That the presentation wasn't great. They focused on sleep way too long and other items that it should have been here. The price point. They should have probably included, but they didn't include it till after, right? I don't think I heard the price point during the yeah, presentation. Yeah, it was it was after. It was after. A lot of things were after, but yeah, okay. it came out on Twitter later. Okie dokie looks wild. <laughs> you don't like the green and black dog? No, I'm, looks, I'm like, not... looks like Incineroar wants to vomit. Well, pheasantipity, it's like they use the half pheasant, half peacock. They already have a pheasant like Pokemon. Yeah. Unpheasant. They already have a pheasant. So this is weird that they're using another pheasant, but I mean, I would say out of all of them, I like Okie Doggy the best. Oh, Monkey Dory. That's my guy. That's my guy. He looks so weird. I like all of them. I'm not going to lie. He just, looks yeah. like a, he just looks like a cup. He looks like something out of Cartoon Network. That's what I like. He I looks get the like the, uh, evil, the evil monkey from, from Family Guy. Our, blue. 
<laughs> when he just points at Peter without saying yeah. it. <laughs> it's weird, dude. I, I got this like powder puff girls vibe from Monkey Ball. Oh, <laughs> I, I have the cup from what's that Aqua King Hunger Force? He looks like the cup. He's shaped like the cup. That's, That's all funny. I can see in Monkey Door. <laughs> That's funny. Uh yeah, I, I'm uh, we might very well get a presents in August, maybe somewhere between June, you know, July, I, August. I, I was gonna say it almost feels like we'll get a presents this specifically summer. about this DLC because yeah. they, man, they that or it's gonna suck. <laughs> they <laughs> skimmed around this like yeah. crazy. I have a feeling because we haven't seen any of it in game. We've only seen these weird live action trailers. So I think we'll get one. We got a presents in 2021 um, in August. As a matter of fact, it was the day after my daughter was born. Um, my second daughter, actually two days after, and it was a pretty meaty one about Arceus and BDSP. I have a feeling we'll probably get another one and that's where we might get a new game announcement, like some spinoff or whatever. Uh, maybe some more. Well, they said they're going to give us more info on the, the card game classic at worlds. So maybe they'll do one right around worlds. I wouldn't be shocked if August worlds is, I think from the 11th to the 13th. So don't be shocked if at the end of worlds, we get some, some DLC, update or something like that that would actually kind of work well so maybe we're going to be in the dark about this for the next few months but maybe about six months from now we'll get some more information so a lot of speculation to come for the next six months but overall like i'm psyched on this dlc i haven't really said that yet i'm psyched on it i'm going to play it i'm going to enjoy it i just don't like how they presented it to us I don't like that it was rushed. I don't like that it was the last thing and it was, we have no idea how it's going to look in game. I don't like that. They just threw, like they expected us. I mean, they, they clearly wanted to drive us to the website and stuff afterwards to find out more, which we always do anyway. But like, I I wanted some more care and love put into, Hey, Scarlet and Violet wasn't great. It, It launched shakily here. And you know, by the way, this DLC, 20 million copies. We hear you. We're going to support this game. Look at what we have for you. And like, they just didn't give us that. They just said, oh, here's some vague stuff with some images and you can go figure out the rest from Sarah B or something like that. And I just didn't appreciate that. And the other thing I didn't appreciate, and then we'll move on to the 4chan leak is Sam said it at the top. Uh, I was heavily expecting not maybe not heavily. I was hoping for and kind of expecting uh, Pokemon, at least red, blue, gold, silver. I, you know, maybe not yellow, maybe not crystal, definitely not the GBA games, at least for now, to be announced today for Nintendo Switch Online or for their own app or whatever. So did everybody else. But with Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2 coming to the Nintendo 64, and recently uh, the wording at the bottom saying transfers will not be allowed is now gone from those trailers. There's a lot of speculation of, Oh, okay. Now that they've announced GBA and game boy and game boy color. Now there's possibility for us to be able to transfer our Pokemon into stadium and for them to talk to each other and everything. And a lot of, a lot of people were just assuming at least red, blue, gold, silver today, maybe not launched today. My guess would have been announced today, launched alongside their N64 counterpart stadium one, Stadium 2, we got nothing. We got no hint. We got nothing. All we know that's coming to Game Boy or Game Boy Advance from Pokemon is the trading card game, which is a great Game Boy game, but it ain't a mainline. Very disappointing. And I will say, you know, 
it's tough to get mad at something for not happening because that's kind of on you. It's kind of on the hype and the expectation you put on the presentation. But for something that makes so much sense, I'm very disappointed that they're not doing it. Um, we know that the eShop is closing on the 3DS, so you're not even going to be able to buy these games for Nintendo 3DS anymore after March 9th. So like, it made sense to announce these, and they just didn't. Was there any disappointment from either one of you that this that this still just is not a thing? I would just say let down, like you said. On Twitter, everyone was gassing up, hoping to see red, blue, silver, what have you. And just to get the presentation that we got, like 1 to 10, I give it a 4 in dim light. It wasn't great. Yeah, I'm at a three. I'm at a three. So yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, guys. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you guys. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I can't. What was good? Like, it, the only thing that was good was what's in our imaginations and like what they already have us on anyway. Um, so yeah, this was a, this is a letdown. Um, it, it, it's almost like. It, it's almost like they know they have the Scarlet Violet community by the Yemens. Like, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's weird. They just kind of won't acknowledge their faults. They don't go too deep into it. Um, so it, it, it's a little, it's a little, it was, a, it's a disappointment today. And especially like you guys, you know, we're talking about like these games too. Uh, you, I thought, all right, well, this is sucks because they're going to give us the, but wait, there's one more. And then yeah. red and blue yeah. drops. Like, yeah. and, and I lose my mind at work and my and, boss. And, and it would have saved weird. everything if they would have did Literally, that. Literally. It, it would have. Yeah, or three, or like even four, it would have shot to a nine. Like, right. Literally, like you mentioned Mewtwo earlier and I got like excited then mad because it's like, holy <laughs> crap, all they had to do was that and it would have jumped. Like you said, Sam, yeah, at least a seven. Give me like a Mewtwo or a Mew or like any Gen 1 Pokemon because I'm, I'm just... That's my gen, like you know. But yeah, we we all we all have so much love for Gen One. Even Huge like gen Sam, Sam's probably a Gen Oneer, I would imagine, right, Sam? You kind of like fell off after Gen One and kind of prefer the original designs. I would, to the I would say, I honestly fell off. Probably like I know gen three, like, I, like one and two, I really love, but after I beat three, I stopped. Yeah, that's when I did too. I I stopped for years after Gen Three because I didn't like it. I thought Gen Three was not objectively yeah. not good. Or, Emerald was okay, but the last game I played was uh, Leaf Green and Fire Red. I love that. I stepped away, which are are Gen 3, ironically. I stepped away from Pokemon literally until Let's Go uh, Eevee, and uh, I'm back. I'm back, and I'm not going anywhere. Did you play (laughs) X and Y? No. Oh, God, they're so underrated. I hope you get a chance to play X and Y. And and that's where I, that's why, like, you know, it didn't even have to be red and blue, but if they would have given us any of these games from, from Game Boy, Game Boy, like any of those past games, the, the irony, I would have been, been in and given it a playthrough. The irony and hilar- and how hilarious I find it is on Twitter, because Gen 1 is 27 years old. Like you got to be kind of old to like an older Pokemon fan, I'll say, to have grown up with those games. It's crazy to think that there are millions and millions and millions of Pokemon fans out there that. Their favorite gen is the one they grew up with, which could be three, four, five, six. Like you could have a Pokemon fan. Gen six came out in 2013. It's 10 years old this year, X and Y. And you could have a 16 year old, 18 year old out there that likes Pokemon who was eight 
when Gen 6 came out, and that's the one they grew up with, and that could be their favorite, and they missed the first five. We were lucky enough. We're the perfect age. We grew up in the PlayStation 2 era and with Pokemon. You can't ask for anything better, and like N64 and stuff like that. So we grew up with all these great technological advances in gaming and stuff. And so like we go back to what we grew up with, which was Gen 1. Gen 1 gets so much hate. Kanto in general gets so much hate on the internet. I mean, Twitter is a pretty, you know, everybody thinks that people speak loudly on there. Let's be real. It's, it's not the majority. It's the vast minority. But like, boy, d- does it ever get shit on from like, those games are broken. They're shitty. The designs of the original suck. There's no story. Da, da, da. Yet every single person wanted it today. And every single person was bummed out. We didn't get it for games. They supposedly don't like, and that are broken. They were pissed. It, that just says to me, like, get off your Twitter high horse and just realize that you don't have Gen 9, Gen 8, Gen 7 without Gen 1. And I love Gen 1 more than any other Gen. It's my favorite Gen. I love Kanto. I, I would play remakes of that every year if they came out with it. I have those games on cartridge. I don't need them on Switch. But it would have taken this presentation from a 2 or 3 up to a 9 strictly because I could play them on a modern console. I would sell Sam my OG switch that's collecting dust right now, sell to him for 50 bucks. He could spend $20 a year, get NSO and play his old games on his TV. And like, he might actually have considered that, but they lost us and people like Sam who maybe would have bought this service because they don't have that available. And it's just a bummer. I can't hate them for not doing it because that was expectations that we as fans built up. It was never hinted at. They never said they would, but the, Art of the possible and the fact that they had this golden goose in front of them that they just swung and missed on is extremely disappointing. Well, now they better listen to the fans and get to work. That's a that's gotta be a tough one though. Like Nintendo has a huge say in that. Game Freak kind of sees Pokemon main series games as like the holy grail. And so do you really just want to give them away on a service? There's there's lots to go along with it, but man, I guarantee you you would drive NSO sales. If you put those on there, because people would have nostalgia, like you wouldn't believe now, granted they could go buy them for $10 a pop right now on the three DS eShop. So maybe after that goes away on March 9th, maybe we'll get an announcement after that. Because if you did it today, you bastardize two weeks of sales, which let's be real. Who's buying things on three DS nowadays. So like, I, I don't think that's a big impediment. They've been on there for years. So I, I just hope that, they come to their senses eventually, realize that there is a cash cow in the old games to drive a subscription service, and that would be a huge get for them. Maybe they don't want to overshadow the current lineup that they want to come out with, but this is something that, boy, I, I was just like, how do you not? How do you not? And that that's where I'll leave it, is super bummed and overall the presentation for me. This was one of, if not the worst, Pokemon Presents. I, I got to agree with you. Uh, yeah, I, else go ahead. No, I was just I, I was just gonna triple down on it. This was a a, a huge letdown, and uh, glad I could be on for it. <laughs> I know, right? We were hoping <laughs> for better. Hey, we hoping it, for better. Last you know thing it, here, guys. It, it helps for you guys, right? Like, you know, it's it, if it was if it was a good one, you guys have so much to talk about. So uh, you know. Hey, listen, we could have a three-hour episode instead of a two-hour, you know what I mean? Um, We have one last thing on the Pokemon Presents before we switch it over to the state of play, and Sam finally can can have a moment of happiness. Maybe. I mean, that was a rough one. That was was a rough state of play. There's no happiness. (laughs) There's a 4chan leak out there that was picked up 
pretty heavily, and it was from 224. So this came out three days before Pokemon Day. So this had to have been either complete bullshit, like 99.9% of them, or, wow, we just got a real leak. And it turns out we got a real leak here. And so uh, there's something really interesting at the end of this leak that I want to talk to you guys about. But from 4chan, I found this one on the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Reddit. Maybe I found it on Gaming Leaks and Rumors Reddit. I can't recall. But the leak is as follows. Quote, I'm a programmer at a Pokemon outsourcing company. My English is very poor, so I use machine translation to complete this post. Remember, this was from 224, not 227. The theme of the DLC is hidden treasure of Area Zero. Wow. He literally nailed it word for word. Okay, cool. And version 1.2.0 includes dressable clothes and a reward for DLC purchasers, which turned out to be true with Zora R- uh, with Hisui and Zora Arc. It will include... I can't, uh, uh, the Suicune and the, uh, Suicune and, uh, Verizian. So he got that. He got the Terra types, right? He got the typing, right? Water dragon, grass, psychic, a mystery Pokemon with a green mask. We know that that's the ogre something or other from the first DLC, um, special Terrastal appearance, which we got that from the third legendary. It's a large blue turtle. He nailed that. Um, and here is this little last sentence that he threw in there that, we could speculate for fucking hours on. I won't, although I want to. Here we go. We are currently working on a graphics enhancement patch for the new Nintendo Switch model that will be released alongside DLC 2 this winter. I just filled the cup. I just filled three. <laughs> I just <laughs> <laughs> One for Scarlet, one for Violet, and one for the DLC. Like, wait a minute. Let me re- Say that sentence. We are working on a graphics enhancement patch, which is cool enough on its own. We yeah. can get up res graphics, right? For the new Nintendo Switch models that will be released alongside DLC 2 this winter. So not only is Pokemon Scarlet and Violet going to get this, well, supposedly, I mean, he nailed everything else. He clearly does work with the Pokemon company or at the Pokemon company. He knew everything about today's announcements. But we will get a better looking game because the models in Pokemon look great. Everything else looks pretty shit. Uh, but alongside the new Nintendo Switch models that will be released alongside DLC 2. Now, I do not believe that that will be the Switch 2. I do not believe that that will be the Switch successor. But God, am I about to spend another year on Switch Pro rumors? Am I really going to do this to myself? Let's do it. That's what I'm here for. I'm you ready to get hurt again. I'm ready I to get hurt. No again. doubt about it. I am ready to get hurt again. I am uh, so ready to get hurt again. <laughs> just like just like the Sixers run is back on, uh, the Nintendo Pro rumors are back. And but, uh, Sam, you got to know if this dude gets everything else right in this league, why wouldn't this be right? Too? I mean, he he either he works there or he know has a friend that works on the inside because he he's batting ninety percent right now. But like, so here's, here's another piece, which is, this is me and my tinfoil dumbness, but the switch came out in 2017, two years later, we got the switch light and that was 2019. Two years later, we got the switch OLED in 2021, two years later, which is this year, there's nothing, there's nothing on the docket. Okay. So this, every two years they've come out with a new switch. What's this two years later, it's new switch time. So that's number one, number two. Nintendo 
is not coming to E3 because it doesn't fit their plans. That's a direct quote from Nintendo from a couple days ago. So they clearly don't want to show much. We still don't know anything about Metroid Prime 4. And Jeff Grubb, Andy Robinson, and multiple sources have said that Tears of the Kingdom on May 12th will be the Switch's last giant game this, at least this year. And so that I give the least credibility to because I don't believe this will be a Switch 2 and the new hardware. I think that probably comes now. I think it'll come in 2025 if this is true. Um, but like there's so many things leading up to this that in July or June in its own thing, we might get this Switch Pro announcement dropping in November, December, whatever, alongside DLC Pack 2 with a graphics enhancement. I'm telling you, man, I'm about to get hurt again. I'll say it. Switch Pro, it's back on. It's back on. I'm Here ready. go again. Sam, you're going to hear from me incessantly month over month about Switch Pro until we inevitably get hurt again. And then you'll be like, well, I called it. Two years. Hey, I some random it. 4chan guy got all this other stuff right. Happens to throw in, we're working on a graphics enhancement patch for the new Nintendo Switch models that will be released alongside DLC 2. I'm thinking we're going to get DLSS, OLED screen, faster processor, better battery life. Uh, we might get what we've always wanted for Switch games to actually look pretty good. And so that's my guess. That's where I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with this random 4chan leaker that I've never heard of that just so happened to get everything else right. Sir, you are my new gospel. Sir, I do believe in the church of VP thread 5329587, pound sign P5329587. Sir, whoever you are, not all heroes wear capes. Thank you for getting me back in the batter's box. I'm ready to swing and miss. I'm just so ready to strike out on Switch Pro again. Is there anything else that that got you creaming your jeans about this little little morsel here at the end of this 4chan leak before we move yeah, on? Yeah, to the this 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 kind of gives me back to my like hypothesis that there's another direct coming. Now maybe June, oh yeah, we're getting a June direct, but they start, usually do hardware separate from directs. Yeah, they usually give them. I, I was talking Pokemon direct, but yeah, that, oh, that, yeah, would yeah. An, that would be specifically a Nintendo direct if they're doing that. Uh, yeah. I think I, there will be a Nintendo Direct in June, a hardware announcement in July, and a Pokemon Presents in August. That's going to be my theory that I'm going to go with right now if we're predicting the future. Yeah. It, it, uh, well, I'm back. I'm excited. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, it, it sounds like there. It, it sounds like there's something cooking. And look, if Nintendo's trying to sell while attaching something to Pokemon is pretty much uh, you're going to nail it on the head. I literally almost contemplated getting the Scarlet uh, Violet OLED, and I just bought an OLED like when they came out, and I have the regular Switch. They're uh, back in. I have three Switches. The Scarlet and Violet OLEDs are back in stock at GameStop. So beautiful. Oh, I just so want a dock. I just want a dock. Like, just yeah, give me real. a dock just so I can plug my OLED into it. Uh, I sent Jim Nugabauer the link. I think he said my, Michelle might have got it for him anyway, but I sent him the link when they went live and he picked one and he got one. He never got an OLED, but he has the Pokemon one. If he ever gives me his address, I'm going to go. I'm going to hope he plays Pokemon sleep. I'm going to figure out a sleep schedule. And I'm going to break into his yeah. house. Hack I'm going to steal his, find his times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it for me. Uh, anything else before we move just overall in Pokemon before we move into the PlayStation state of play? I'm ready to move on. No, I'm just uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to to catch what's it 240 more. Uh just to end it on a positive note. 230. Yeah, I would imagine 
And that uh, a quick note on that. That is not the like all the natively new ones. There's a note at the bottom of the website that says of these 230, that actually includes the transferable onlys. So one would imagine any legendaries and any like not in the decks ones for competitive play that you can transfer in. Um, they are all included. So I don't think you're actually going to get 230 native catch. I think you'll probably get 170 to 190. Still, that's at least, you know, 10, 12 more hours, maybe more yeah, of absolutely. going around and catching. So definitely excited about that. Um, holy smogolies. Let me go. I had the other day this perfect website um, that gave me everything for the state of play. I accidentally freaking deleted the uh the thing all right here we go got it all right so moving on to the state of play just an hour and a half into a show i thought would be over 30 minutes ago uh playstation held its first state of play last thursday february 23rd it showed off some psvr2 stuff which is just a laughable launch (laughs) they couldn't care less about their vr machine um they didn't even like they did nothing for launch day by the way do you know psvr2 is actually out does anybody even realize that the thing's available now? Yeah, for five hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, get get out. When yeah. you're more than the PS5 itself, get out. So that they teed it up by saying, expect five games for VR to be shown off, a bunch of third parties, and fifteen minutes on Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Which, if you're a longtime listener to this pod, and let's face it, you are. Uh, you know that Sam and I, for three years now, since October 2020, so actually t- like two and a half years since Suicide Squad was first announced at the DC Fandome number one, uh, that we've y- yet to see gameplay. <laughs> and we've been very critical. <laughs> we've been talking about this fucking game for too long. <laughs> and so like, it's finally coming two weeks after Tears of the Kingdom, which is already uh, real rough. And, uh, and so it's coming in late May. And we get 15 minutes of it, two different segments. I don't know why they didn't just keep going. They had to give us a second segment. And I uh, it was over. I got so excited. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you go, you know it's bad when the 15 segment felt long. Yeah. And so, well, we finally did see gameplay, but uh, we mm-hmm. did get third-party stuff. We did get these VR games, and we did get our 15 minutes. Before we go announcement for announcement, same thing. High level. What'd you think, Sam? I'm going to start with you. You're a resident PlayStation expert. What'd you think of the PlayStation state of play for February 23rd? I mean, honestly, there's only one good game that was shown. VR, I've, I've been vocal. It's, it's not for me. I'm never going to buy anything VR, especially at 550. Um, I think we even said maybe last pod or a couple pods ago that we were officially out on Suicide Squad just because of all it looks like it was going to have to be online or it's going to be microtransactions, a bunch of bullshit. The the gameplay, I, I said to you right before we recorded, it reminded me of Fortnite. I don't like Fortnite the entire time. They were just jumping, floating, shooting. It looked so fucking boring. I, I don't want to go into this game at all. The only Fortnite. good game. Oh, go, go. No, no, you go. I was good. The only good game we saw was Resident Evil 4. Other than that, yeah. hardest pass. Um, it's, it's hilarious guys. You know how I was telling you, I found this website that blah, blah, blah. I freaking took notes on the damn thing. I could have just looked in my notes section. I actually have everything, uh, from the damn thing on in my phone already. I don't need a website to tell me. Um, but yeah, I think Fortnite's a good comp. I actually didn't think of Fortnite. I actually thought of this game called sunset overdrive, which was an Xbox one exclusive where you actually fight in the air and on rails and stuff like that. Uh, Anthony, were you going to say something? No, no, you you can finish. 
And so like, that's the, the game that came to mind for me, um, that and crackdown, which actually is one of my favorite games ever, but in crackdown, it makes sense as to why you jump very high this game. It does not. It looks like Gotham Knights, but worse. And I'm not excited about it. It looks aesthetically pleasing. Like the game looks pretty and it's a new gen, current gen title only, which excites me greatly that we don't have a PS4 version, which is great. I've been screaming from the hills to let's move on from that era. Um, So those are the positives. It's Kevin Conroy's last game voicing Batman. Another positive. That's three. There are about 1,600,034 negatives that I'm out on. We'll get to it when we get to it. But overall, this state of play was rough. Capcom's back really has to be hurting from carrying the showcase yet again. Um, I think the, the light at the end of the tunnel, the grass being greener, Jeff Grubb did come out the day of or after the state of play and doubled down on something he had heard before, that a PlayStation 5 first-party showcase will be coming before E3. So either May or June, we should be getting a true, proper first-party PS5 showcase where I would imagine that teased Uncharted game will finally be revealed. But I think our PS5 hopes uh, will kind of rise soon. Right now, they are really low. I saw them at Best Buy today, by the way. They are available in the wild. Um yeah, I saw three of the God of War ones. And so, like, they're out there. I, I just, there's nothing r- really to look forward to right now from at least a first-party perspective. So I think we'll get there. But this state of play did almost nothing to move the needle. I've seen all I need to see for Resident Evil. I didn't need that trailer. I didn't need the the Street Fighter. Well, the Street Fighter trailer is actually pretty cool. But we'll get to that in a second. Those are my thoughts, uh, high level on it. Anthony, what about you? Uh, on... On everything in particular, uh, for one, so I'm I'm not a PlayStation guy. I did watch just for as homework, if you will. Uh, the it just feels like one long commercial, which I guess it is. So like, Nintendo directs though, but there's like there's like breaks, right? And you see human and come they on talk screen. to That's you. Fair. That's fair. Uh, That's and fair. it like it it gives it some pacing. This there yeah. was no pacing. Uh, and again, I get it. I know what it is, and I'm not like complaining. It just after watching the Pokemon presents and then going to this like back to back today. Um, so there's that, uh, two, um, what the f- goodbye volcano high. Uh, oh, dude. Nightmares. That's my game of the show. Sam could have guessed that from a mile away. That's such a Greg game. Although I have massive, massive mortality anxiety and like that whole game, they're all just worried about the, the comet. And so, like, the asteroid, I should say. And so, like, yeah, there's some dark undertones uh, to that game. I don't know why I like it so much. Maybe because one of them plays a guitar. Uh, I don't know. We'll talk about that in a minute. I'm going to try to forget about that as hard as I can. Oh, dude, I that's a game I, I want to play so bad, but I will have crippling panic attacks if I do, so I'm going to stay away from it. I already don't listen to a Motion City soundtrack album because of that. Uh, <laughs> Sam, Sam knows that all too well. He yells it in my face. The man saw me. The man saw me have a panic attack at a show before. Yet when that show, when that song comes on, he looks me right in the face. He says, "Fuck your anxiety." <laughs> uh, I'm on record too. Go ahead, say it, though. Yeah, you know he does. He's a great friend, loyal as can be. And and I, when when you think about the state of play and PSVR two in general, I actually. Uh, I'm on record on Twitter recently of saying, I'm going to get a PSVR 2. I think it'll be fun for my kids. I think it'll be fun for me, but I will not buy one for more than $279. That means it has to get discounted almost $300, which very well 
may never happen. But if it does, I'm committed to it. I will buy it. I will not get it at $299. I will not get it at $289. $279 or lower, I'm in. If I got to wait five years, I will. I'm in. However, they did nothing. They did nothing at this state of play to support that, to get people excited about the launch, to even acknowledge the fact that it's out, except for like, here's five games, the Foglands, Green Hell, which look like the Jungle Book, Synapse, Journey to Foundation, and Before Your Eyes. Please, just drop the VR stuff. If you're not going to support it, stop supporting it. Like, don't come out with a second machine. We know Village is going to be cool. We know RE4 Remake is getting VR support for PSVR 2. There's hope for that. We have Horizon Call of the Mountain. But, like, why are you going to waste our time and kick off your state of play with some really rough announcements? Anything from you guys on VR specifically? Um, Sam, I know you already said some stuff on it, but anything from either one of you guys on VR before we move into the actual non-VR content? I just hope that when they do like when they want to show more like state of play directs of, of VR, just just have it say VR so I know to just skip the damn thing. Because well, they did. They did not- say we were getting five VR games. They did. But they they did say that, but we had to watch because they did say Suicide Squad. So it was like, ah, we have to watch <laughs> no matter what. Just keep right. it. Oh, you mean if it's going to be a VR specific one? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll skip that one too. We will not be doing a bonus episode for a VR state of no, play. No, Anything from you, uh, Pino, on VR? Yeah, I mean, shout out to anybody, you know, who's like me and puts a VR machine on and wants to, you know, either have a panic attack, throw up or both. Uh, Because, yeah, VR is just not for me. Uh, It's it's I get claustrophobic like immediately. I get motion sickness even faster. Uh, You're talking to a person who uh, I can't play uh, Sea of Thieves. Like I, I literally, I, I even took uh, what's it, Dramamine or whatever. Yeah, but I would take that play. I would take that to play a video game, uh, and then I realized that this is ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, I, I, I very much get motion sickness playing certain games, uh, and VR hits it. I, I don't even have to be playing a game like the Google Maps. I'm, I'm out. My brother, that's funny. My brother-in-law had PSVR one and he invited us over his house when he lived really close to us. And we went over to try it out and he tried to like, he tried to get one by me at the time. I was not a scary movie guy. Now I couldn't really care less. Um, but he tried to get one by me because I'll put this cool thing on. It's a cool experience or whatever. And I'm in a sewer and I'm like, brother, if this is it, if this is Pennywise, like you're not going to get me. Just just play it. Just play it. (laughs) Just play it. And so I put it on. I'm going through a sewer. And he's like, oh, man, it doesn't look like it's anything's in front of you. Why don't you check behind you? And I'm like, oh, let me guess. Pennywise is going to be there with sharp teeth. (laughs) I turn around and there he was. And I was like, I think I've had my fill. (laughs) Like it wasn't. It was just like super rough. And you're right, man. Sometimes like the Star Wars stuff, I got like really jacked up playing the Star Wars Battlefront VR thing because that was just I can't do zero G's. Yeah, that was that was something else. But to the non-VR stuff, I'm gonna kind of just go and then like when you wanna stop me, stop me. If there's something you want to talk about, go for it. Um and when I'm done, I'll just kind of say, hey, anything you guys want to talk about from the last five things we talked about. But I'm gonna go all the way up to Street Fighter Six. We got Destiny 2 Lightfall an update. It's out right now. Another look at what I call Moana the game, aka Chia. Very similar to the first look we got at it. It's got promise to me. I think it looks really cute. I think it looks really cool. It will launch on PS Plus in March, extra and premium. 
the exact same way they did Stray. If you have any of the t- tiers of PS Plus above what I have, you can get this game for free. But I'm not giving another cent to PS Plus. So if I want this game, I'll wait till it's on sale. Um, so that's Chia. We got a PS Plus uh, sizzle reel for some games coming to it. We got Humanity, which is from the team, I believe, who did Resogun. Um, I can't remember, but you're like a dog shepherding people through puzzles. I'm sure it's got some deeper meaning, but like, I don't care. Uh, another look at goodbye volcano high. Uh, it looks awesome. They're smoking dinosaurs that play in a band that are all worried about a comet that will inevitably kill them all. It is so a Greg game that Greg will never play. Like that is just, that's just the quintessential Greg game that Greg will never play. Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections for games that have dumb titles. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, 2023 for that one. Baldur's Gate 3, which I believe is a timed PlayStation 5 exclusive. Wayfinder. Um, <laughs> it has a social hub. And as soon as I hear the word social hub, I'm out. <laughs> Sam knew I was going there. Social hub, woke, and experience. <laughs> and influencer. Uh, I'm out on those words. That's every freaking game that we got in this thing before Capcom said, we got you and we'll get the we'll, we'll take it from point. here. <laughs> yeah, right. Just give us the keys to the car. Anything from those games that I mentioned, uh, you know, <laughs> destiny Two, anything there. Do you guys want to comment on it all? Anything, maybe even about goodbye. Volcano high. No, anything at all. Piece on that. On that yeah, game. I know, I know. yeah. 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 <laughs> I was anything like, you know, it's all, all you here, buddy. If you, Mate, if you no, I got, I got, I got nothing on that. Like I said, I, I said my piece on good, goodbye. Volcano high. And that, that, that was a, Let's get to the two good things here from Capcom. Capcom came in a big way. They showed us three fighters coming to Street Fighter VI. First, we got a hilarious Zangief trailer. He has a Goldberg jackhammer, and he says the word jackhammer before he does it. Wonderful touch. Loved it. Uh, we also got shown Lily, a Native American photographer. She's a brand new character, never before seen in a Street Fighter game. And they also also showed Cammy. Yeah, all the perverts out there remember Cammy. Uh, for the way she stood and the hind quarters that she possesses, they have very much dumbed that down, covered it up, whatever you want to call it. Um, thankfully, because the last thing I need is somebody having a thirst trap over a uh, virtual fighting game character. But Street Fighter Six looks great, looks cool. Um, again, probably out. Um, the fighting games I enjoy are Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat. So I'm kind of out. By the way, Mortal Kombat 12 is apparently coming this year. Um, Jesus. Is there anything from the Zangief, Cami, Lily, kind of Street Fighter Six looked at that uh, got you guys uh, tickled I mean, your fancies? I doubt I, I buy a game I haven't I haven't played a Street Fighter probably since the second or third one. But I, at all of them, I like Cami the best. Yeah, she's got a great fighting part. style. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everyone else just was boring. I was like, all right, his is like just a copy of someone else's. I he's really- a Russian fighter. Like he's a Russian wrestler. He's been in games forever. Um, that's why he's got like the jackhammer and this, the German suplexes and stuff like that. He's a wrestler. Yeah, like, so it, it didn't show me move with his moves. The only one that looked fun was Cammy. Everyone else was like, nah, no thanks. Penno, anything on street fighter? Yeah. I mean, when it comes to fighting games, I'm pretty much a smash player and that's, and that's it. So, yeah. uh, yeah. I, I didn't mention smash. I should have mentioned smash and power stone. I, I love playing power stone. Oh my God. Else. If you're bringing up the Dreamcast, then yeah. Uh, do you have time to talk about ready to rumble boxing or <laughs> I no? mean, I got, I was the undisputed play. champion at that game. I, destro- I destroyed your dad. Got my, dad so would, my dad would get pissed. 
He got so pissed at me because I would beat the shit out of everybody in a line in your basement. Just next, next, next. And I was, I think I was cheap. I think I did the same moves. I can't remember, but I used to heck people up. God, ready to rumble boxing. Only the Dreamcast version though. Only the Dreamcast version. Yeah. Uh, And then we got a really big look at Resident Evil 4. And it's like another one. And this is one of my most anticipated games of the year. One of my most anticipated games in years. Like I have been wanting this forever since re2 remake was announced in 2015 or 16 i've been waiting for them to get to four i knew they'd expand on it i knew they'd make it bigger and better and and more badass maybe you can even move while aiming and so like i've seen it though i've seen so many looks at it i got it all to me as good as this trailer was because it was gorgeous it gave us new looks at the gigante and all this cool stuff to me they showed a little too much um i i know it's a remake so you kind of can because yeah. you, you kind of already know what to get what you're getting into. But there are a lot of changes in the game. And I really, really, really just want to be surprised at some of that. I think we got a little too much of a look as Sam and I have gone on and waxed poetic about trailers show too much. I think this was another example of it. And also we're getting a mercenaries mode and a free special demo is coming soon. My hope is that when we record our March episode, which actually no matter what we will, because it's going to be after the full game comes out, I will have resident evil four remake impressions, not for our episode in two weeks when we go over the last of us, but our normal March episode, um, which by the way, if you're asking yourself, what, what are we talking about? Check our socials. We're doing three episodes this month. You're all welcome. Uh, I'm going to have re four remake impressions very soon, but if you want to play two, there will be a free demo on PlayStation five. I don't know about Xbox and PC, uh, but that'll be coming soon. Anybody out there, any thoughts on this new look at resident evil four remake? Like you said, I think it might've been a little too long, but again, they, they wanted to blow it out a little bit to really get fans excited because besides two, four probably would be my next favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to be the general consensus four and two are the ones that, that get the most love and quite frankly, deservingly. So, yeah, when I was watching this, I was like, look, I'm not a Resident Evil fan, but I could tell this is good. Like, I yeah, could tell that, right. like, I, I felt life being pumped back into what I was watching. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, you know, it, it looked good. I, I agree. I was like, all right, you, you're milking it. It, it Even the and Street Fighter thing felt a little long to me. Maybe, maybe again, maybe I just wanted to get through it. It might be a me thing. Um, Did they but- redo the audio? Oh yeah, they redid everything okay. from okay. the ground up, dude. It's it's wild. Yeah, it, it, I was gonna it, say it, it, it didn't sound the same to me. Okay, I'd love to hear it. It'll it'll be something that I watch on GDQs and ESAs to come. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely excited for the speedruns of this game because if you if you want to get into RE4 or if you've never played it, watch a speedrun specifically the uh, games done quick speedruns. I think it's. Oh man, I can't remember the runner's name. He looks like Teddy Alavina. I can't remember his name. Jay something. He does. He does some great runs of RE4, and they do the game glitchless without major skips or out of bounds and stuff. So you can get the full experience. Sands the cutscenes, but they tell you they they do a great job explaining the story and all of that. So if you want to get like a condensed two hour version of a twenty hour game, Resident Evil Four speedruns are a great way to kind of get into the game. JTV. Definitely looking for. Thank you. Thank you. Great RE4 runner. I, look, I looked it up. I didn't. I did not remember oh, that. Okay. I just want to make it, make it clear. Good for you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> good guys. I had to come clean. Thank you for having my back. As a good look. Uh, 
yeah, so I'm definitely excited. I will definitely have impressions by our next main episode coming March 27th. By the way, for everybody out there, Monday, March 27th, a month from the time of recording this, as a matter of fact. So uh, extremely excited about it. Um, so like I said, it showed a little too much, but that's that's okay. As long as they nail the merchant and the chainsaw dudes and that big giant opening scene in the village, I'm all it's not set. Like they- it's not like they showed Michael Keaton saying, I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah. no. uh, we haven't talked no. about the Flash trailer. Oh, maybe we did. I don't remember. I, you, I think you guys did. Yeah, I know. Oh, I mean, no, no. I watched it live. I watched it live with Sam, so he knows how I feel. We, we haven't recorded since the Super Bowl, so we actually haven't talked oh, about the Flash we said, we said those words. Yeah, <laughs> all three of us are diehard Eagles fans, so it's, it's been a rough couple yeah, weeks. Going going back and re-listening to – or not re-listening, but listening to you guys uh, – as of late, as I went into sports darkness and then hearing you guys be excited about it, I was like, Oh, you I think we said the next time we record, we'll be Super Bowl champions. No, well, one of the you did say the next time we record, the Eagles will be in the Super Bowl. I remember you okay. saying that, and I was like, You nailed that. I mean, <laughs> maybe because I didn't want to jinx them like the Phils. Oh, uh, I see, I got hurt much worse from the World Series than I did the Super Bowl. But again, I'm just more of a baseball guy. It's my so, so the the World Series, I was like grateful to be there. The Super Bowl, it felt like someone stole my Charizard card. Like it, it felt like <laughs> it felt like I stole your green version. Yeah. Like it, it felt personal the way the Super Bowl ended. So yeah. yeah. Uh, let's get into the shitstorm that that we're all here for for this state of play. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. We got a 15-minute, we'll call it a blowout. When I think blowout, I think of my 18-month-old shitting out of her diaper. And that's kind of how I look at this game. Uh, I couldn't be further out. As a matter of fact, I said this to, to both of you guys. I would rather have $71 bills and slice in between my toe skin with them than pay $70 for this game. If you gave it to me for free, I'd donate it to charity. Uh, that's how much I'm out on this game. And it, Sam brought up a good point. It sucks. That it's Kevin Conroy's last appearance as Batman before his untimely passing. That's the one motivating factor I have to buy it, but I will wait until it's nine ninety nine, if at all, because I am so out, so out, so out. Battle Pass out. DRM, you have to be online to play this game, even while playing single player. I'm out. I'll get off my high horse. I'll turn it to Sam. Sam. This is a game that you had said, I'm in, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. And I was like, this is a one still, final I'm shot. Still out. <laughs> still out. Let, let's talk about why. What about this 15-minute gameplay blowout where this was the final nail in the coffin for you? I, I would say first, it was, so far, it's, it's the game. But number one, everything you said about the online game battle, whatever, everything. That, that's horrible. Number two. I'm, what I'm going to do is I'll wait till all the story modes out. I'll watch all of Kevin Conroy's performance. So at least I could say I watched it. I heard it. I may not play it because the gameplay, like I, I said to you before, it reminded me of Fortnite. The entire thing, it was they're just jumping, levitating the air, just shooting certain points, shooting enemies. It looks boring as shit. Like, I, I assume you have infinite ammo. You just jump and shoot and just float in the air and move like that. That's. I well, hate Harley Quinn can like has like a magic thing that she like attaches to drones for the reason she can float. <clears throat> Good, and Deadshot that- has armor, which is why he can float. I mean, and Captain Boomerang's name is Boomerang, so he can float yeah. for no reason. Boomerang's the one that's like when he when he's zipping like Flash. It's like okay, guys, what do we talk about? It reminds King- me of Red, Red Hood with Gotham Knights. Like what? King Shark. Can, King Shark is apparently the Hulk. 
So like, there's that. I was hoping for a little bit more than just generic brawler with large fists and can can hey, shark she, smash. He's it your was, tank. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah like you said, the, the world. Yeah, it looked beautiful. It looked cool, but the gameplay, the story, just like from where we were of of the Arkham Knight trilogy to now this. I mean, I feel like we're, we're going back. Like, Rocksteady, Rocksteady is hurting the <clears> reputation. <throat> with this yeah, game i mean come on the f- here's the problem that i have with it the biggest problem i have with it the fact that it's set in the arkham universe yeah. it's set five years after arkham knight batman arkham games are on a pedestal they are on a mantle they are some of the most pristine experiences experience that you could have in gaming and just like you're gonna tell us now that oh we're from the villain's point of view really it's that simple for you to just forget your legacy legends arceus style you're just forgetting some of the best shit you ever made just so we can get it from the villain style it's brainiacs taking over metropolis you got the flash who could literally kill them all in one second he's literally in the trailer running in circles around them could just go a train on any one of them at any time and instead wonder woman comes like then why are we playing these protagonists if wonder woman's the only one who can stop them give me a break i have a feeling this is going to be marvel's avengers it's going to be Gotham Knights. It doesn't have to be Marvel's Avengers. It's going to be Gotham Knights. <clears throat> like I got, got huge Gotham sold a little bit, you know. Did, yeah, but I so did Marvel's Avengers. I got yeah, huge Gotham Knights vibes because there are unnecessary RPG elements to this crap. There's leveling up to this crap that you don't need in a game. I don't need to see King Shark 21. Just give me King Shark. Let me just play as King Shark. I don't need to be a level 19 King Shark. I'm not trying to evolve him to King Whale. I don't know. That's a terrible. <laughs> but like. Master King. You know, I, I got. Yeah, right. I got Sunset Overdrive vibes. I got Gotham Knights vibes. They're in the air most of the time. Sam, am I wrong in saying that it's Gotham Knights? I mean, you, you were splitting hairs here between Avengers, Gotham Knights, whatever. But like you've played and beaten Gotham Knights. Do you get the vibe? I, I mean, I like Gotham Knights. Like- I wasn't battling in the air like I was in this. Like hell, I when I keep going back to the Fortnite. That's what it's. It's like at least Gotham Knights. It was a lot of hand to hand combat, which was a lot of Batman. But it just it wasn't as smooth as the trilogy was. It wasn't the gameplay wasn't there, and then just the looks of certain character. Red Hood was the whole character, which didn't make fucking sense, and all their stupid abilities. But this, they I just feel like they, again they took a huge swing. They went to go an opposite way, and unfortunately, I, it just missed for me. Remember, this DRM game that you must be online at all times for is $70. It's not going to be 60 You're going to be paying 75 after tax for a game that if your internet goes out, you can't play. Just, just, re- just to remind you all that DRM is evil. You want to talk about Big Brother? You want to talk about collecting data? You want to talk about using that data for nefarious reasons that I'm sure they have some large giant licensing agreement that you have to agree to before playing that nobody will read because it's so arduous and the fine print is so fine that people are just going to click accept and they're just going to go through with it. And then they're going to wonder why all these they're getting all this marketing material or this, that and the other. Give me a break on DRM. I hate it. It's what the Xbox one should have died for. I, I just... Man, this game I couldn't be more out on. Why would I spend seventy dollars? You know, when like you said, I could just go online to watch the performance of yeah, Kevin Conroy. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Ugh, what yeah, a what a shitstorm! Yeah, I, I I was gonna say this game. It looks like it wants to be like the Spider-Man games, but like Apex Legends. 
Uh, so that's, like, a, that's I, a good composition. So like the Fortnite thing, like you guys kept saying the Fortnite. I'm like, I literally have, I wrote down before the show, it looks like Spider-Man meets Apex. Because yeah, like, like, and then, totally and then my other thing here is, None of these, and you guys started touching them, none of these characters can fly. Why are they in the friggin' air the whole time? If you wanted characters that fly, f- use them. It's like my same gripe with DC. With Use your other characters. We don't yeah, yeah. need it. And here, oh, we're going to use some obscure character, but they're going to do things that they, they don't do. Uh, so, I mean, if you wanted a, a Flash, use uh, what's Dark Flat, like, I'm flabbergasted now, but like you know, use one of the the Flash villains then, if you wanted to use that power as like. Here's here's a question for you guys. Just, well, well, just for real quick, you said like villains who can fly. You have Bizarro who can fly. You, you could have Black Adam who could fly. Sinestro, they're there. Like, they, they exist. So, come on, so, boom! Like it took me two seconds to think of three people who could fly. Uh, I I don't. So that's that. I, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys have said the things that you have said because I was wondering these things while watching uh, the trailer just now. Like again, I watched it pretty much like a couple hours before we recorded. I I do have a question for both of you, um, Sam. Maybe more for you because Pino, I'm not sure if you've uh, soaked in this this TV show. But are we going to get a Peacemaker DLC? Or is Peacemaker going to join? And I don't mean Peacemaker, the comic book. I mean, I, there's a very good possibility they could use John Cena's likeness. But are, are we going to get a Peacemaker piece to this game? I mean, it, it, it does make sense if now with James Gunn being in control of the video games, TV, movies. Um, I know they did get signed for season two, but I haven't heard anything if that's going to get canceled. Like, I'm still waiting for more news of that. Is that just going to get automatically yeah, we know Waller's getting her own show. Gunn? Right, Waller's getting her own show. That's kind of in that same Peacemaker universe, apparently. And Waller's in this game, clearly. Um, so I wouldn't be shocked if, you know, because this is going to be a game as a service. You know we're going to get additional characters and storylines. You know we're going to oh, get, yeah. you know, with the Battle Pass stuff, they say it's all cosmetics and you don't have to pay for it. But, like, let's be real. That's a lie. And so yeah. we're, we're, there's open opportunity for us to get additional villains slash heroes. And so I think, I think if I was a betting man, I'd place the odds on more than 50% that we will probably get a peacemaker thing to this. And that's simultaneously exciting and sad at the same time. Cause I still will never play it. He'll probably have his father's jetpack. All uh, right, you guarantee. There you go. That's probably the only pitch they needed to hear. Uh, oh, can he fly? No, he's in. <laughs> oh wait, never mind. He's got a jetpack. Right. <laughs> uh, anything else on the state of play at all, gentlemen? And or Suicide Squad killed the Justice League because I think the listeners got the vibe that we're out. Um, anything at all before we kind of wrap up? I'd say this is a six in a little brighter of a room. It's I, I not the games I want to see. I just I'm looking forward to the next one. I want to touch on that. On um, are we going to get another Uncharted game? Yeah. Are we going to eventually, even, even if it's just a fucking tease, tease me some Devil May Cry, tease me some Ghost Well, that's not a first party, that's not a first party game, so you'll never get that in a state of play, first party. Like the showcase, you won't get DMC6, uh, I would imagine, because a lot of that time it's it's just first party stuff. Who knows, maybe maybe I, uh, maybe they will, maybe it'll be a timed exclusive. PlayStation needs something, because right now, since I feel like, since Ghost, I, I've been... Just it's been a rough. It's been a rough time. My PS5 has been a, a giant paperweight. I'll, I'll just tell you flat out. Since Ragnarok, it's, it's becoming it. my space heater. 
in yeah, the room because it gets cold in the winters in part right <laughs> he turns on his ps5 to warm up uh, oh there was oh you know we are getting spider-man 2 this year so we and we still don't know a damn thing about it so we know we're going to get something on that game tons of marketing leading up to it which just there's going to be a playstation showcase because for nothing else we have to learn about that game if it's yeah. going to make its its fall 2023 or or winter 2023 timeline so we'll, uh, fret not you know in the next few months i'm sure we'll get some big PlayStation announcements. But until then, it's kind of a ghost town right now in PlayStation land. Look for the games that you want to play on sale. They're kind of constantly there. The Ratchet and Clanks, the Last of Us Part 1s, the, you know, the the Sack Boys, the stuff that maybe, hey, I don't want to die, the Horizons, whatever. Go, even if you haven't played Ragnarok yet, if you've lived, if you've been living under a Ragnarok, mm-hmm. uh, then, hey. you know, maybe here's your chance. And so with that, um, I got Metroid Prime Remastered Physical. I don't know how, by the grace of of, of uh, all things podcast holy, I actually found a wild, a, a wild Metroid Prime Remaster. I, uh, I canceled my Amazon pre order that was going to get here in a month. So Jesus. the game came out on February twenty second. I wasn't going to get it until March twenty seventh. So I found one. I'm going to go play that uh, for a little bit and uh, and and edit this. Anything else from you guys at all before we uh, before we wrap up? No, I mean, uh, I, I just, it's been, it's been a blast. I, uh, I'm glad to finally come on. Uh, you know, I guess, I guess I won't have to text you guys about this one. I got everything <laughs> out to say. You, know, you never know. You never know. I might still play it back and have some stuff to say. How about this? When we get a bigger director, some other bigger news, you come back on so we can kind of all be a little bit more hype about this. Hey man, stuff. I'm, I am always available. You guys know that. Yeah, I, and it's been awesome. Um, I love that it's been so long that that we've been wanting to do this. We went two hours, which is which is just gravy. Uh, I thought we'd be an hour, but you know, we didn't. And so, Anthony, thank you so much for coming on again, Anthony Pinto, War Room Philly. Uh, if you're a sports fan, if you're a Philadelphia sports fan, if you live in our area, um, check it out. War Room Philly, Facebook, Twitter, IG. Um, and Twitch, twitch.tv slash Philly once every month or two, probably, probably closer to two or three months. I come on as a cool little guest host and, and talk too much there. Um, if you don't get the vibe that I talk too much already, you can hear me talk too much even more over there. Uh, baseball season's coming up, so I'm sure I'll be on uh, previewing the fills and, and MLB union are back. So happy to do that too. War Room Philly, twitch.tv slash War Room Philly and War Room Philly on all the socials. War Room Pinto as well, if you want to follow him personally on IG, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't, you, don't, are, don't, you are War Room Philly on, on Twitter. Yeah, don't post a lot on Instagram anymore. I don't really know why, but I mean, it probably helps that I, right now I have a phone with no camera and it's all smashed, but yeah, you know. <laughs> and, and then it's, there's, it's also War Room Philly on Instagram, too. There's, I got two, just like, you know. Yeah. So. I don't have a personal. This is weird. I don't have a personal <laughs> IG. My my wife tags me and shit, and she tags the pod. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird because Sam would get the tag too, and it's just like, honey, I don't. It's like I don't have a personal one. You can just skip it. Uh, all right, everybody, thank you so much for hanging out, and thanks so much for coming on, dude. It's been an absolute pleasure. You killed thank it. You I guys. appreciate you. Love you, brother. All right, all right everybody, we're going to be back two weeks from now. So again, I, I kind of alluded to it. Three episodes this month, one every two Mondays. So this one we're recording on the twenty seventh. In two Mondays, 
we're going to be back, Sam and I, we're going to be doing a full breakdown of the entire season one of HBO's The Last of Us. We're going to record that the day after the season finale. That way it's fresh and hot in your podcast feeds less than 24 hours after the show is done. So we're going to give you all the thoughts and impressions and spoilers and conversations from that show. And then two weeks after that, on March 27th, we're going to be back for our normal monthly episode where we have a huge show planned. We're talking Sam saw Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. He also saw Cocaine Bear, Creed 3. So we're going to have a ton of movie impressions. We're going to have the Mandalorian Season 3 impressions, Yellow Jacket Season 2, Ted Lasso Season 3, all of those impressions, Resident Evil 4 remake impressions. I'm telling you, we're going to go three hours. I'm it's telling you now. Gonna this be is the way. way. We're going to, yeah, right. This is the way we're going to go three hours. So be ready, everybody. You're going to hear a lot of us over the next month. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you in two weeks for our last of us. Spoiler cast. Well, the Sixers lost. <laughs>